Hey, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflection of a DJ, the Road Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. Uh, DJ D Miles is MIA today. Uh, big shout to him. He's uh, taking care of some business. Uh, showing, uh, sending that motherfucker much love. Um, we got a special, special guest here today. Very special guest. Um, by way of the Bay, official DJ for the Oakland Raiders. Right, 2019 mm. world champion for Red Bull Three Style. Mm. Um, one of the most cockiest talking shit in this DJs that I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's not me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah but we got my man Jay Espinosa in the building. Good what's up? Man. Hey guys, what's good? What's good? What's good, fam? What's up, man? D, D- Miles couldn't come. What's good? With yeah, that? he what's couldn't up come with that? too, man. Uh, yeah, he nah, wasn't. I, I you know. hope he's uh, okay. He got some family shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but I flew all the way from New York just to like yeah, fuck with you today, yeah. man. Because it was only going to be me, you, Cricket. So, oh, you know? shit. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is flying into the uh, to Vegas always like super bumpy, huh? Like every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. The winds are just crazy out here. And then like the desert. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the worst flight coming in here. I just flew in right now, so. I was thinking it was going to let up. Like it was bumpy to the second we touched down. Mm-hmm. Nah, La- the nah, lady nah. next to me like grabbed my leg. It was like one of those. Oh, lights. Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The mile high club. Hey, pull my shorts up. A little <laughs> Show some nah. skin. I, f- I feel really relaxed during turbulence. Do you? Yeah. I, I can't I get used to flying, man. I'm like, kind of used to it by now. Yeah. Really? Turbulence. Yeah. Man. I've, I ha- like, I've been in a flight that drops. So I mean, I, yeah. I actually I'm very I calm. Too. I actually love turbulence. How you do you what? love turbulence? I don't love the DJ turbulence. I know, shout out to turbulence. Shout out to Nah, big shout to Turb. Um, nah, I actually enjoy it because uh, I've accepted the fact that if I die, I think the best way to die is on an airplane. Okay. Uh, That's this horrible. Is like, is Jason knows it this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad? So I, I get very calm I, when I'm in the plane. Nah, 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 no, I know The only time I get nervous is when the lady next to me on a plane, you hear her go, oh, my God. No, I see it's that makes so me laugh. That's, I'm, I'm no, that's when I get nervous. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm the dude like <laughs> laughing at people praying. You ever see people pray when the turbulence is really bad? No. Or like you hear that, you see that one guy who just like turns into like a, a full on bitch. I always tell myself, <laughs> this is what I tell myself that makes me feel better with, with turbulence because I don't like it. But yeah. like I always tell myself like, okay, when the flight's like super smooth, yeah. I yeah. always go, it's not going to be that smooth for that long. And then when it's bumpy, I go, well, it's not going to be bumpy for that long. Because usually everything just comes and goes. That so sounds like, a little psycho. Right? Is okay. it weird? I, that, for some reason, when I think about that, it makes me feel better. Like even when it's like smooth. I can't really even relax because I'm, I'm like, well, really? it's going to start I'm being bumpy in like a few minutes anyway. <laughs> so you expect it to be bumpy. I'm expecting bumpy and smooth. It's like fun to me. Like, it's like a roller coaster. Pause. A little oh. bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little, nah. With that drop and it comes back up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I enjoy I enjoy, I enjoy, enjoy seeing people like like fucking lose their shit. <laughs> and knowing, I, I'm, I'm telling you, if you just accept the fact Damn. that dying in an airplane is the best way to die. I want to die I, in my I, sleep. I, I, yeah, I was or, because you maybe have no that's con- the second best. No, you have no <laughs> in your sleep. You got no control. That like be the first you have one. no control. That's over how the pain. I feel. I'm like, yo, if we're gonna fall. God, I'm in your hands. It's not. <laughs> it's not even God. It's like whatever. Like whatever happens is gonna Podcast happen. Is getting off on this, a good start. This ceiling will fall down right now, and we could all die. That's very yeah. common to me. I don't want to have control over if I'm gonna die you or go, not. You go crazy thinking about it, so you might as well not think about it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. I happen. think the worst Look way to that. die. Never just like he was talking to me directly. But don't you think the worst way to die? is to actually 
have died and been like, damn, I could have done this. this I should have opened the door. Yeah, think about it. I should have opened the door <laughs> in the right. You, Why did you die? You, you have time to think about what could have happened. If I had you control. You just died. Just like, fuck it. No, no. If, I, if I don't have control Yo. over the shit. Yo. Like, if, I, if it was like a left door and a right door, and I opened the left and I died, I'd be like, damn, I should have opened the right. <laughs> but if I have no control... Like, I'm all right. I should have gone left instead of right. It was meant to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, if I had control, like if I was fighting somebody and they fucked me up, I'd be like, damn, man, how come I can't? I couldn't. Well, you had that slow death. You're listening to the death podcast. Yeah, right. the death podcast. <laughs> this and is wait. the peace side. thought this was the road podcast, man. <laughs> Devote to death yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, no. So anyway, you enjoy you don't so, enjoy turbulence at all. No. No, no, no. So you're out here, is it for the Oakland Raiders? What are you here for? Um, I'm here for y'all, and I'm here for the Raiders draft party. The Raiders draft oh, party. Shit. Yeah. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are moving to Vegas. Are you going to come along with them pretty much and, and do the and do all that, you know, work out here with them? Yeah. Um, me, so the way that it works is I DJ for, I play the music and stuff, and then there's uh, my boy Chino, who's like, a, I guess, like a hype man. Mm-hmm. And um, me and him have been wondering, like, ever since they announced we're going to Vegas. Yeah. We're like, damn, are they going to take us? We don't really know. And then um, last year at the draft party, we were hanging out um, with the boss, like our big boss. And we were just like chilling or whatever. And he was like, hey, can't wait for you guys to get out to Vegas with us. So that was our first moment of like, oh, oh shit, I think, I think we're going to Vegas. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm doing the draft party out here. So it's looking like I am. That's dope. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Dope. It's a great excuse to come to Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only problem is like, uh, you know, games are on Sunday morning. So, you know, fucking oh, wow. uh, shit, man. Are you going to move out here or are you just going to be coming in and out? Pause. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, it it's definitely cheaper to live I out here than Sarah. It's cheaper than, to live, but Vegas, Bay, isn't, right? Vegas ain't the area, the, the like the market where you could just like move out here and work. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you are. Yeah, but DJ, it's, I mean. it's the best place to like fly around, though. Like if you travel a lot. Yeah. Like, like it's, Vegas, a, it's like sort of a hub, I guess. Like It's good just because the, 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 the airport's always like 15 to 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Max. Mm-hmm. There's not too much traffic. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you can pretty much get to anywhere direct right I've never exactly seen, yeah i've mm-hmm. never seen the tsa like packed out at vegas either i've seen it packed no it's out. been packed yeah, but, yeah every um, time i go it's always like yeah uh, there ain't nobody in there but but like living <laughs> living in vegas as a dj like if i were to move here um like to get gigs here like dj saturday night in vegas like it's not like one of those places where you know like i could go a lot of places and hit up homies and be like yo i'm, I'm gonna be in town yeah and they'll be like oh cool let me get you a gig or something but like, you know there's a lot of people that live in vegas that don't say yeah, they man. live in vegas yeah there's a thing there's a oh word that's, that's, the, <laughs> yeah, it's a that's secret the newest society. the newest thing right so you now. just don't tell anybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> no there's like a ton of djs that live in vegas and they tell people they live somewhere else why because they because their rate they want their rate to stay right, up. Right, right, right. And so, I think so they want to maybe pocket some of the travel, the travel expenses, money, yeah, expenses. Yeah. Um, so they tell the people who book them, like... Yeah, I'm, you know, like, you know, yeah, I'm still in I'm wherever. Still in, I'm, I'm still, still in, in Chicago. Miami, yeah, Chicago, wherever. Like, just, and like, give me an all-in deal? Yeah, all-in. Give me like an all-in. I got to yeah. take care of flights so that, and, and, nah. give, and then give me the hotel expense. And then they'll, they just live out here. Eventually, they're going to get caught. No? I just, they just I live out here. It's, it's Dude, been going they, on for quite a while. Man. That's pretty wild. <laughs> I was talking to Neville about it because I thought it was weird that... Who are these people? Would like to, to nah, make we don't up, want to expose them. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> to, to make up like a completely like, like imaginary life. <laughs> like if I... Like it would be like, fun? I, like I have to pretend I live in Chicago on my Instagram. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I can't just, like, post and talk about regular shit when I when I meet people. Or let's say I bump into you accidentally and I'm in Vegas. Oh, yeah, you know, I had a meeting. I, I had to fly in. in. Right. So, yeah, it kind of almost makes you look important. I don't know. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I mean, think being out here is kind of cool. I don't know. I'm not out here that much. So, whenever yeah. I am here, I always mm-hmm. feel like, you know, dope, I'm in Vegas. But there's a lot I'm of dudes like, that, that live here and they travel, uh, like, th- you know, two to three nights a week. Mm-hmm. But it's just a great place to just, it's like. You know the the, the standards of the the standards of living are like really like cheap low. Fuck. It's really cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandparents actually lived out here my whole life. Yeah. I, I used oh, to come yeah. out here every year. Like, yeah, my grandma lived in Green Valley and Henderson. Oh, yeah. So oh, when okay. I was like up to, since I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. I used to come out here every year. There's oh, no shit. state tax out here too. Yeah, it's cheap as fuck. It's cheap as fuck. Yeah. So like, I always tell people, even if someone come, moves out here to become a bartender, mm-hmm. I always tell them in three years, I I guarantee if you move to Vegas. You can at least put a deposit down on a house. Yeah. Yeah. All you guys that live out here, too, you guys are like five bedroom houses with a pool and three car garage. I mean, talk to Neva. I, I know. I know. That. Neva's yeah. the bigger. <laughs> Big money over there. No comment. <laughs> hey, but everybody, all, everybody I know, like fucking Karma got a big ass house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got like a mansion and shit. Yeah. People in the yeah, Bay yeah. over there living in like. A studios five, like 400 <laughs> yeah. square feet studio a, a fucking paying like three four thousand yeah, dollars heard a about month. that man that's yeah, crazy that's wild yeah yeah also like you know like you know when i was i love new york but i can't do like like third my late 30s and 40s in new york it's just like it's yeah. hectic it's like hard unless you're like really killing it out there and then here you like here in vegas you can save money and shit and reinvest into whatever the fuck you want to reinvest into you know what i mean it's always been a thought to be honest because i know like i could come out here and have like a backyard yeah or you know what i mean is that something you would want to do well i grew up in like a house with a backyard and a garage Mm -hmm. i just thought that was normal i mean that can happen here that could happen here here. here. i know that's what i'm saying did not happen for me (laughs) make your dreams come true man it was seven of us in one bedroom damn (laughs) (laughs) but with the oakland raiders coming out here it'll it'll work out perfect I hope so. Yeah, yeah that's good. Sure, man. Yeah. Um, so I actually got a funny. Sh- I mean, you remember like one of the first times we hung out? Yeah, yeah, in San yeah. Francisco. Yo, that's what. Okay, like um, <laughs> before we started recording, he said, "Is there anything that you want to talk about?" That's what popped in my head. I was like, yeah. "We got to talk about this." If we it's the same shit, we, we, was well, it when we were like yelling at each other? We were arguing. Bromance. It was like three a.m. Right? Yeah. It was like right after the gig. It was maybe later than that. Yeah, you were playing, and I, I went to go hang out with you, and then afterwards we went to go eat. Was what it infusion? It was infusion, or, or was it the other spot? I don't. Was it like Manor West, or was it something? Maybe like, it was that because that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like shit. I want to say not ten years ago, but and it was like maybe the first time we linked up. We were just yeah. like, yo, let's link up. Yeah, it was and like eight years ago. And we're like, yo, we got like some breakfast. I forgot where the fuck we went. We hey, some but diner. The, f- the funniest part was <laughs> me and Crooked got into this heated ass like debate about, about East Coast and West Coast, about East Coast <laughs> versus West Coast DJs. DJs. But I had but. this chick with me. <laughs> Do you remember that? I had a chick oh, with me. Oh, was she there? She was there the whole time. Crooked. She no was way. just sitting what there. What kind of a fucking host are you? In <laughs> silence. <laughs> and, but, but it was so intense. Like, I forgot she was sitting there. Like, yeah, we yeah. were just like, nah, but blah, 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 blah. And the whole time, like, after we got done talking, I, I realized, like, oh, shit. My yeah. girl's been sitting here for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> we haven't even <laughs> acknowledged her. Like, <laughs> that's the funniest part about that whole shit. Gee, what was the argument exactly? What, what uh, you were saying, though, he, about East Coast I think I was, West Coast DJs. It came, I don't remember. Do you remember? I don't it, remember how it started. But it, it, was, it just, was something about, like, it was how East Coast is party rocking. 
uh-huh. and how we drop shit on the one. Mm-hmm. And we just like we slam drop, records, we slam yeah. records, we drop a lot of shit from the one. Yeah, and like the West Coast is that um, extended Mixing. mix kind yeah. of then, uh, then they party out rocks, a little bit. like a like Man, a, oh. the way that cook, the way that cooker said it was y'all motherfuckers. With I your, could I could imagine your, you saying that eight, shit yeah. with your fucking eight bar intros and acapella and, and, and acapella and, and, outs. Getting, and getting louder and louder, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit that shit don't work. That shit don't work. No, I just said it was different. I don't remember everything. <laughs> no, it was, it, we definitely was like drinking I could see too. people watching. No, I, we, was, we was definitely tipsy. Yeah, we were yeah, faded. Yeah, yeah. I was faded. We were faded. But, um, Sounds about It was actually a really good debate, though. Like, I love it that It was shit. a good debate. I just wish I remembered the details of it. So how do you feel about it now? Like, uh, I mean, of course, I'm, I, he stands whatever, I said, whatever I was yeah. saying, I'm sure I was right. Do you even think that shit? <laughs> <laughs> does that shit, that shit don't even exist no more. Like, uh, I feel like that East Coast style of slamming records... It's just like everywhere now, and yeah. that whole acapella out. People Intro. don't. I mean, people don't really do that. They don't do that no more. It's not really. Nah, no, no, no. You don't hear that often. And like, if they do, it's not really that. But people good. are still it's doing unnecessary. Uh, they're you still can, doing that thing of just like scratching the first eight bars into something. Yeah, that's some West Coast shit. Like eight bar intros. Yeah, like kind of a scratch in the beginning of the record before like the getting um, getting a an before the aca- songs drop getting an before acapella scratch in and then cueing mm-hmm. the next one and then scratching over the eight bar intro and then having it go into the verse. Yeah. That's like a West Coast. That's that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like a West Coast style. thing. But you you don't think there's a, a, a definitive style now? Everything is just like kind of getting. Nah, man, everything's like a big melting pot these days. From what I see, it's just like dudes. It's very microphone heavy. A lot of people are just like they rely on their microphone mm-hmm. versus like everything. And there's even like promoters who like I was at a club one time. This was like a couple years back and a, a really good DJ was DJing. I don't want to say who it was. I'll mm-hmm. tell you guys behind off the air. But um, he wasn't talking on the mic. Yeah. Right. And he was doing good. Like he was playing the shit like people was vibing, but he didn't say anything on the microphone. Mm-hmm. And I was w- hanging out with a promoter and the promoter looks at me like, hey, what's wrong with him? Like, why, why is he fucking up? It was just because he wasn't talking on the microphone. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the young DJs like that generation, not all of them, but like a lot of dudes in the, at, par- at parties in the Bay, they'd be really like on the microphone. Because, you know, you get that instant gratification of, like a crowd what? response. If you get on the mic and say something, like and promoters see that shit and they get all excited. Oh yeah, he's doing good. Everyone's hands in the air. Mm-hmm. He's doing yeah. great. So like they just like do it and repeat and repeat. Mm-hmm. It's not really focused on like uh, was there what's what they playing? Was, was there music? always like a mic game in in DJ? No, there wasn't. No? Not not in the West Coast. I don't. It's definitely an East Coast thing, is it? Yeah, I don't remember. I in mean, the, in the West Coast. In the so East much. Coast is definitely a thing, but out west it wasn't like that. Like before. Hollywood and busy. Yeah, and, it wasn't uh, really like that. Like. Love when I first Starsky. moved out here, it's all no, no, I'm saying like in the West Coast, like when I first moved to Vegas, the, um, the clubs didn't rely, well, the club didn't rely on the DJ getting on the microphone. It was all about the music. Yeah. But like within recent years, it's like getting on the mic is a big thing right now. Yeah. Like that's something you have to do to. You think you to have do to do it? You have to do it. Yeah, I think the, the club do. is fair. Yeah, you do. Like certain, you just said, you want the, the clubs want to see the crowd like put their hands in the air. Like if it's your birthday, put your hands in the air, all that shit. They need that interaction. Yeah, all right, so let's exactly. say let's say you you get on the mic and do the birthday thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times do you have to do that in one night? Just I throughout mean, the night. Just throughout the night. It depends. No, it Excuse depends. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends. It, it depends. On the it, especially you have to get. You might have <laughs> birthday shout outs to different people. All that yeah. Shit. So it's it's about uh setting like the mic game is different. It's 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 setting up a bunch of phrases. 
that are your catchphrases. So if you have, uh, if you're like, yo, if it's your birthday, make some noise, right? That's one phrase. You got to get a second birthday. You got to do that shit you like gotta, eight different you gotta, ways. You got to find yeah, a different yeah, birthday. Exactly. Like this. Yeah, just like, like mixing. It's an art to that shit. Where my Scorpio's <laughs> in the building. Yeah. My Scorpio's it's in the building. What's your sign? Yeah, it's da, 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 da. a Virgo season in the building. Yeah, yeah. Boom, hey, yeah. microphone 101. <laughs> yeah, that's your second. Yeah. That's, yeah. Your, that's your second my game. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys need to have a segment. Yeah. Well, like we're doing a microphone it right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the microphone. So hey, but for real though, like I, I didn't talk on the mic when I DJed ever until maybe like, shit, like six years, seven years ago. It's about the time yeah, when the same they same started. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah, way I never also. said a word. Me like, too. It's I'm about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. When we needed to start doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even you guys, because you guys are from the East Coast. Nah, I never used to talk on the mic. I used to hate talking on the microphone. Wow. Well, they so you guys were, nervous. You guys were the good. <laughs> they didn't you know. want you on a mic. Yeah, in they Vegas, didn't. They when didn't I first, I got in trouble when I got on a mic. When I got yeah, yeah promoters. Remember, promoters yeah. used to hate that shit. Yeah, why yeah. is the DJ on the microphone? Get yeah. him off the microphone. Mm-hmm. Well, New York was weird too because we didn't want. They didn't want scratching. Yep. They didn't want yeah. any scratching, and then AM came into the scene, and then they were like, "Oh, scratching's okay." Yeah. Fucking bless AM, man. God <laughs> <laughs> bless that guy. Um, what do you call it? Uh, so East Coast West, you don't you don't see a difference anymore. Not really. Um. But you yeah, of course there's a difference. But you went to Singapore. You were just in Singapore with Fat Fingers, right? Uh, yeah, we were in Thailand, in Bangkok. Thailand, in yeah. Bangkok. Yep. There's a definitive difference in the way he DJs, though, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it's Fat Fingers. You know what's crazy? Uh, that dude is crazy. Well, I, okay, yeah. He, he, uh, he didn't talk on the mic, though. He didn't. He, no. um, I think he got on when he first started. He said some shit real fast, and then he just... Because he didn't do, like, a long set when we were there. Okay, so he had gigs there, but... Um, the promoter ended up just linking us together, like on some like we're both here at the same time shit. Yeah, yeah. And like he probably just asked him like, "Hey, you want to do a quick set?" I think he DJed for like forty five minutes or something. Oh, okay, okay. When I, it was at my, the, it looked like the gig you guys I was booked for. It looked like you guys were on tour together and shit. Yeah. Hey, that's mm-hmm. the promo game, bro. That's that's, <laughs> that's all Fat Fingers. That motherfucker is on his shit. Shout out to Fat Fingers. That's crazy. Damn. He yeah. is on his shit. If yeah. I if I open up Instagram right now, I guarantee you. Yeah, he's he, doing something. He's if I if I scroll like three people, he's gonna be like right there. Yeah, he's doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kills it. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, we we got a trip to New York and we just we definitely Ho- want. Hopefully, have him on. But yeah. you could hear a little bit of an East Coast style yeah. in well, there. Well, when right? I think of East Coast DJs, like the first guys that pop in my head is like Kid Capri, mm-hmm. and of then course. um like Camillo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Camille, to me, like, there's a difference. So, like, like Camillo be like mixing hella clean too, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. also like got that East Coast energy where he's like fucking hitting you with shit. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean. Um, so Camillo was always like one of my favorite East Coast guys. And then you actually put me up when we ha- when we yelled at each other. Yeah, uh, on uh, Big Ben, bro. Big yeah. Ben. Oh yeah, he's nasty. Yeah, yeah Big Ben dope. is sick. He's yeah, dope. actually, uh, I was in Chicago, and um, I randomly like walked in a spot he was playing at. Mm-hmm. And I got to check him out live. He was killing it. Yeah, yeah. he did the shit where like I want to give his secrets away. Yeah, you know how that. like people do He's things in clubs yeah. and people will copy it. Mm-hmm. He did some ill ass shit yeah, with yeah. the mic and the lights. Told the fucking lighting guy to do some shit. Played <laughs> the song, the perfect like it was crazy. Yeah, I was like, God damn, this guy's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like lighting guy put setting in two. <laughs> nah, like he like did some crazy Big shit. Big Ben is one of my favorites, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. In New York. Uh, what yeah. do you call it? I now I remember what we were arguing about. Maybe. It was about quick mixing, was it? No, I think it was just more like uh, just East, East Coast, Coast DJ Western. style. Is which, which is more effective. Is, and the West Coast is like <laughs> inferior, <laughs> is what he was saying. The, we're the greater coast. Yeah, he was saying like we're better human beings. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you, what do you define as, do? What do you define as the, what is the West Coast DJ style? 
I think it's that. It depends on where you're from. Jay Espinosa. What is the West Coast? Know, Jamie. Not, Jamie. Nah, man. It, <laughs> Jamie. It depends on where you're from. A different Jay. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on who you grew up listening to. Okay. Like, if you're from L.A., you grew up listening to, like, the Beat Junkies on, yeah. on the radio. Um, and, like, the Power Guys, which I don't, I don't know. I'm not from L.A., so I can't really speak on, like, the details with the L.A. style. But in the Bay, um, we had... We had like the the ninety four nine DJs and the KML DJs. I mean, did you grow up on Franzen and stuff or not really? So Fran Franzen was he was more to me like an on air personality, even though he DJed too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think when I was when he was on KML, I used to listen to ninety four nine more. So like I didn't really um, like I, I used to watch Franzen on TV. Franzen was like a celebrity, bro. Like when I was in high school, mm -hmm. we used to go home and watch the local channel. It was called CMC. It yeah. was like where they played hip hop music videos. Like they didn't play hip hop really like that much on MTV. Yeah. But like CMC was like all the like dope shit. Like um, they would play like you know fucking Aaliyah and DMX videos and shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, Franzen and Trace were the host. You guys know Trace? No. I heard nah. he moved out here. Franzen nah. and Trace. It was like that was the uh, they were on the radio and then they also hosted CMC. So like you would get out of high school, go home and watch CMC. And so it was just watch like him on TV? Yeah, watch him on TV. It's like, like a, a music video show? And like then a, he was on the radio, too. Like a public assets? Like yeah, it was just a, like a local TV channel. I don't uh, know like, if they, they had that Were they playing music shit. videos or something? Yeah, they were playing music. Sounded, so like, sounded like, like video and music bots. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was just like hosting. It was like a radio show on TV. Jeez. Like it, it would be Franzen and Trace, and they'd be talking shit. Like, yo, you know, Franzen popping our collar over here, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it would be like, yeah, here's a new DMX video. Uh, it was just like listening to the radio, but you seen them. Uh -huh. yeah, 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 yeah. And you get to watch the videos and shit. Yeah, yeah. And they would talk about like promotional stuff. Probably, probably give away tickets to concerts. Is or that what you want? Is that what got you into DJing? Just that, like that whole shit. Listening to the radio DJs was like uh, got me into DJing. It was just like um, listening to the the mix shows on the radio. Mm -hmm. What did you like? Just the scratching, the the juggling, the. They didn't really like juggle. Yeah. You wouldn't hear no juggling on the radio. Like juggling like an East Coast thing. Maybe? I think so. I don't really yeah. think the the radio guys in the Bay were like really that great at juggling. So you wouldn't really hear it. Like you would hear like a little back and forth sometimes, but no, mm -hmm. like crazy. Probably like how you would hear in L.A. If yeah. you're listening to fucking like Melo D on the radio, yeah. and like those those yeah, dudes, they those probably scratches. were breaking shit down on the radio. Like mm -hmm. that's funny because if you're just an average listener listening to that, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, but I it mean, sounds cool, but I don't know, know what's yeah. going on. We used to hear that with like Funk Flex and all those goods yeah, and on the radio Yo, and shit. That's amazing. Pete Funk. Rock, Kid Capri used to be on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Clock um, But so is it true that you're the youngest DJ in like radio? Like that in, in like Oakland or like in... At the time, wait, when you first got time, on radio. I was like, now? I'm a little No, old. no, back then, like when you first got on When you first radio. got in, you were I like wasn't 16 or something? I was, but I wasn't the youngest. But... um, um. Let's see, cause when I when you know who my one of my favorite DJs, you know how you always relate to people when you're a kid who are like your age, yeah. Which is why like you know like pop stars be hella young and all the kids like them. Like there was this DJ, um, I think he was 13 and he was on the radio. His name was Jam and Jay. And Jam and Jay. Jam and Jay. Yeah. So like that was are you making that up. I Jam swear and to God, Jay. His name was Jam and Jay. And then um, he was like on the radio, and I was like. 12 i think he's a year older than me mm -hmm. he was like 13 or 12 and i must have been like 10 or 11 oh shit but like that kid made me want to like made me feel like i could do that too because he was my age you know what i mean yeah. yeah i mean but when you got into radio you was that you was like one of the youngest djs yeah yeah besides that guy i was the youngest because mm -hmm. um i was a year younger than him 
but um when i got on i was 17. Uh-huh. Yeah, and oh. it's funny because in the Bay, people used to confuse me with him because I was young and my name is Jay. Uh-huh. So like, people would like, I think I would take credit for some shit he did. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh yeah, you were on the radio when you were 13 right?" Like, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah dog, yeah, jamming Jay." Did you know? Nah, they thought they thought I was jamming Jay. That's what it was. Was you on the radio like once a week, or you had like a weekly, uh, a daily show? I had two daily shows at one point. I used to do the five o'clock traffic jam and the eight o'clock mix. Oh shit! What was so your I, favorite? Um, the traffic jam different it was good for different reasons for different times five oh. o'clock was good because the exposure because yeah. it's like the most listened to hour in the whole station but is it live or is it pre-recorded yeah i used to be live yeah they had a mix room some st- like the station i work at now 99.7 we yeah. don't have a mix room i just record a mix I think at it's home. so crazy right. how like west coast has all these young ass djs djing and know, shit right yeah. like mega man was mad young right yeah uh mega man would have never had that shit in new york no no nah, we had like the older veterans. The yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Villa was what thirteen when he got picked up at Guitar Center. Damn man! So it was like oh, just taking young. advantage of these young kids. No, Rice right? was seventeen. Hey, that's crazy if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Because like, radio does take advantage of people, mm-hmm. or it did back in the day. For you the know, love, because it's like, like, uh, like giving you exposure. Yeah, and, and then you want this exposure, yeah. and then paying you nothing, and then working nothing. your ass off. Right? Yeah. People think that like dudes on the radio be hella rich or something because they're on the radio. It's just yeah, big. It's, it's just a fit. lot of marketing, right? Yeah. yeah, but you can take that and flip it if you're if you're good. Did it help you get gigs, like outside of radio? There was a time where it did, and then there was a time where it <coughs> went against me because probably like maybe when AM era came, mm-hmm. um, nobody wanted to be on the radio. Nope. If you were on the radio, it was kind of like we don't want that radio shit at our clubs. Yeah. So it's like I had to like. Yep, I had to like prove myself. Like it was hard for I never got gigs at the good clubs in the really? bay because I was on the radio. But I I did, but it took me a really long time. I had to like, like fucking. I felt like I had to like prove myself. Like they just didn't yeah. think I was good because I was on the radio, or or maybe I don't know what it was, man. Like um, it was just that's just I guess that's what it was. It's because I was on the radio <laughs> and they were just hating. Uh, I like I feel like radio like around mid two thousands it was like a bad look to be a radio DJ in the club like clubs didn't want to hire them and then maybe after two thousand tens it started getting things started changing up a little bit because of social media marketing and exposure the clubs wanted the the DJs who were like who the had platform. the exposure and had like a following at that yeah, point if you had yeah. a fresh ass MySpace page. Yeah, oh, man. You Remember <laughs> how people were pimping out their MySpace pages? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had a good MySpace, <laughs> top eight, top eight, eight friends. Top eight friends. Who was in your top eight? <laughs> to be honest, all you actually needed was to like say that you sent DJ AM a song. Mm-hmm. People would be like, "Oh, for real? He played your shit? Oh, yeah, he's cool." Oh, yeah, yeah. Like for real, like if AM played or like if he Vice, your if like AM or Vice played your your fucking edit, mm-hmm. like you were don't almost don't call it don't call it edit, on. call it what it was a mashup. A mashup. But some motherfuckers <laughs> would just be making edits. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they would tag their name. Remember when people used to tag their names in the edits or mashups? Yeah, I do, yeah. It yeah. would be like you load this song in and it just says your name in the beginning and then the song starts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did y'all ever do that? No. No, nah, no. Nah, Did you ever do that? <laughs> Damn, I hell used to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would try to flex too because I had like a bunch of drops because I was on the radio. So like every one of my tracks, it would be like, it would, like 50 Cent saying my name or like, you know, I would be like flexing with the drop. <laughs> yeah, like in my head, that's what I was I'm doing. I that though. I made it more official with the drop. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, and honestly, that shit helps too, because then people be like, "Damn, like Pitbull said his name." Like, yeah, you were, you were deal. saying you had a bunch of edits, right? Yeah, I have one of your edits from. This is the first time I heard of you. The um, the Mac Dre, I'm um, feeling myself. Feeling myself. Edit. Yeah. What is the edit? 
time. It had it started off with um with all my ladies. Yeah, oh, I yeah. know you there. Oh yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. That was like one of the first times I heard of you. Yeah, that might be like the last edit I made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't really be making it. Last. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that's actually like I thought that was a pretty good one too. I think nah, I it was dope. It was yeah, I used to play the fuck out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Were you no, making no like a lot of edits back then and shit? Like Yeah, know. I was a uh, I used to I used to be on Crickling Clan, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah, I wasn't like a star on there, though. I wasn't like the discotheques or fucking Danny Diggs. Remember, those guys were killing it. Yeah. Um, I had one edit that made it to the first place on Crooklyn Clan, mm-hmm. and I paid my rent off that shit that month. That's Get crazy. Out of here. Yeah. Which so edit was it? It was it was shitty, too. It was terrible. And that was when I realized, <laughs> like, damn, like, the, the, the shitty stuff sells better. Mm-hmm. And it, like, turned me off. Cause I was like, I could just try to make like shitty stuff to sell, but then I don't want to so, do that. So you didn't want to like make that money. You just I wasn't down with making that money for that reason. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm too keep it real. I'm too That's keep it. I love that. <laughs> I'm too keep. Hey, it. Len, keep I could probably real. be so much further <laughs> if I didn't keep it real like half the time. Well, I mean, yeah, you've been in the game a long time, man. You've been on the radio what on, like over almost twenty years plus or something like that. Shit. Since two thousand and one. Wow, was like the first time I ever. Yeah, he's coming close to twenty. Like eighteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, eighteen so years, wild, man. man. But it was like the end of 01, but it was still 01, So I guess um, you could count. Seventeen, eighteen, yeah, yeah. yeah it was sure. like um, it was like right. I think it was like November because I remember it was right before my birthday. Yeah. I mean, you took your. I feel like you took your time with it and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You did it like your way, and and because I was looking at you did the 2015 like Red Bull three style. Mm-hmm. You won the U.S. Yeah. But then, you know, you waited four years and you came back in it. 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Three. Sorry. So did you, did, were you competing in all of them? No, no. I, d- I did 2013. You did? 2015, 2018. You wow. won 2015, though, for the, the US. US. No. They did more competitions back in the days. I won um, in San Francisco. They used oh, to do okay. more like regionals. Oh, so you won so the there regionals would, in Yeah, there would, be like, there would be mad three-style battles. Like, so this is the first time you made it to like the finals? Like 2015, to- I made it to world finals and I got second place. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what he was talking yeah. about. But 2013, I flopped. Like I did not do good at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even place. Like I won SF and then I, I battled in Seattle and I lost. Like I didn't place. 2013 and then um 2015 when you you lose like that is it a motivator or is it like you get a little depressed um i wanted answers so bad like what did i but looking back on it yeah and then i like i went back and like looked at my set and i was like that shit was hella whack anyways like Mm -hmm. i i fucked up i just you know when you make a set you're basically like um you're gambling but how long does that linger like 2015, making it to the world finals and coming second in second—that's gotta hurt. Who'd you no? lose to? That felt great. That felt yeah. great. Yeah, I was cool. I was like happy. Who did I lose to? Yeah. Wh- when? Uh, 2015. Um, bite. In, okay, yeah, bite one. That's uh, Chile. Damn. Yeah, but not to be honest. Like, um, so when I went out there for world finals, I um, I swear I'm like listening to myself talk. I just like stop myself. I can hear my voice. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I went out there. Um, I didn't really give it like a hundred percent. I practiced. I made I made like a pretty decent set. It was 2015. 2015, yeah. Um, but looking looking back, like versus this year, how much work I put in. Yeah. Versus that year, I could tell you like honestly, I didn't deserve to win that shit. And I I think bite one, like easy call. Watching his set when he was on, like I was like, damn, that guy just won. Like as I'm watching mm-hmm. him, but um. 
um let's see uh yeah wait, so wait so, so you were watching him and you're like i won or no, he won no i was no. saying he won oh, like okay. when i watched him i knew he was gonna win the day when i was competing like i could just tell he had everything like it was just it was a dope set um but were you angry with yourself or you just no nah, no nah. so so this here, here's what i'm saying like um so i went uh there's there's rounds so three style is like uh the world finals is you go uh they have like elimination rounds mm-hmm. yeah. so um there'll be like three or four elimination rounds and then all the winners of those eliminations battle at the final final night mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my first night that i went um i went against bite that first day and i lost and i was super bummed out but I felt like my set that I did that day, it was like pretty strong. And then as I'm watching the rest of the week, you get, uh, they pick wild cards. So they brought me back in the final round to be a wild card. And just to be brought back for the wild card, I was happy. Like, mm-hmm. And then I ended up, get, I like changed a gang of my set. Like I, I, um, I basically like made half a new, a whole new set while I was in Tokyo. So right. while we were in Japan, I was in my hotel room. Um, I made a new set in hopes that I was going to get picked for a wild card. I got picked, came back, and got second place. Mm. So I was, like, happy because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even supposed to be there. Like, I lost the first round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, shit. They picked me to be a wild card. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is dope. I'm just going to have fun now. I'm here. Yeah. And I got second. Psh, like, I would have been happy if I didn't even place. So, But then in your head when you got back where you kind of like, I want to win this shit. I know I could win this shit. Or were you kind of See, that's like the thing. Like, I was so close. Yeah. But I got second, and I was kind of happy with it. So I just chilled. I w- the next year, like 2016, I definitely wasn't, like, in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to go back. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a fan of that. I, like, I love watching Three Style Battle. So yeah. every year I watch it. But what made you want to go back after four years? I watch it every year. Yeah. And I'm a fan, and I know how, I know how it feels to be there. Like, when, at World Finals, it's such a dope event. It's like... You're basically just surrounded with like all these dope ass DJs from all over the world who are like, like, all, like Jazzy Jeff is there, Scratch right. Pass is there, like mm-hmm. fucking Craze, ev- everybody, yeah, everybody, all yeah. like not everybody, but like <coughs> most of the DJ gods are there. Yeah. Plus all the guys who are like in my boat, who maybe have more credential than me in their country or less, but mm-hmm. everybody there is like on some like we're trying to be dope shit it's mm-hmm. a good it's a good energy to be around so yeah. like um just being at world finals was like man like i wanted to go back like i was thinking like oh maybe i'll just go book a ticket and just go kick it but i was like nah fuck that like if i'm gonna go i might as well like try to actually win it so um yeah i just like entered i didn't tell anybody what was the motivating factor that we were like yo let me just do this shit i missed being there oh really yeah like it's fun so and it's like it's real like it's just like uh it's like you know it's it's like you can if you know you can go somewhere and get hella motivation and get like pumped up and inspired like why wouldn't you want to go so that it was that and then like i really just miss being there because it's kind of like um everybody that goes it's like a what do you i don't know i don't want to say like fraternity but like yeah yeah it's like a it's like a brother sisterhood type thing like it's like like family it seems really Mm -hmm. positive it's like a family vibe when you're yeah. there. So it's dope. So you didn't go in there thinking you was going to win. You just went in there thinking, I want to have some fun. Let's see where this takes me. Like, this time? Yeah. I pulled out everything I could to try to win this one. Yeah. Like, I practiced more than I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, I made phone calls to people, like, got some favors from some people. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, 
all that shit. Like I went yeah. all out this time. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone have so many custom drops like you did. I yeah, know, stuff right? like that. Yeah. Like like I went all out to do all that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? Fucking yeah. uh, too short. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. There was a, what, what else was there? There was some other crazy shit. I think those were the two main ones, right? I had a few things. Yeah, it was yeah. insane. I was like, really, I was like, damn, that was dope. Yeah, yeah, I had some. I had like, um, well, okay, I'll tell you. I had, um, I had my boy John Hart. You guys remember John Hart? Yeah, he's still yeah. doing music. He's same, dope. Yeah, he got yeah. that new John um, Too Short out right now. Yeah. yeah. So I had John like sing me some custom shit. Okay. Um, I got some new dub plates. I got like uh, mm-hmm. like Maria Maria. He sang that. Yeah, product GMB. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got that. I got like a Beanie Man. Who am I? That's yeah, right, that's right. Oh yeah, that's the Beanie Man. I yeah. got. I was wondering shit. about the uh, Maria Maria. Yeah, because you people you were tripping because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't play that because you know how like Sound Clash works like they'll take they'll get dubs but they don't play them over the beat they'll play them over a different beat yeah yeah so mm-hmm. it's like you just like flip that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that's the culture that I I was I had in mind when I was doing all that stuff. Like I didn't want to just get my my dub play and just play it. Like I wanted to take those and those acapellas and put them over different things and mm-hmm. kind of like freak them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like I was definitely like thoroughly impressed with all of that. Thank shit. you. Were you a little nervous? And I talked to P Dot about this, but you did like the piano set twice. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, but you switched it up. Yeah, but it was like still the. It was just it was ninety percent there. Yeah, the same I mean, thing. it wasn't the yeah. the ninety percent, but it was like you know, it was, I changed the last one. Yeah, yeah the ninety yeah, percent of the shit was the same. Shit. Were you nervous about that? Were you cool with that? Like doing the no, same thing? No, I was thing? cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had in, I had in mind like, um, and this is maybe some good advice for guys doing three style. Like, um, um, your your winning 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 set should like be uh, something memorable. And after I did my first round, yeah. Um, well, I kind of predicted it to be honest. Like. Um, like I guessed, it was like a guess prediction, but that piano shit, like I had a feeling, I knew it was cool, I didn't know it was gonna be like that cool, cause everybody, like when I came home, cool. people yeah. would be like asking me to do it at clubs. Mm-hmm. Nah, come on, man. You didn't know it was that cool. I didn't know it was that <laughs> cool. On, you, yo, no, 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 I didn't know it was that <laughs> cool. On, I was like, yo, just give him the trophy already. Yeah, I promise I didn't know, like I thought it was cool, right? But uh-huh. I didn't think it was gonna be like, <laughs> Like people were requesting. Joshua was nasty. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I knew it was cool, right? So that's why I put it in my second set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank God I did, cause yeah. damn that shit. Like everybody loved that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that shit, shit was, was nasty. It yeah. was dope. Thanks, man. I thought uh, I thought he redid it cause he he probably felt like I see a lot of battle rap and shit. Sometimes they re say shit just because it goes people's head over people's heads. So I was like maybe he thought the piano situation got over people's heads. Uh, no, I, I really just like um, wanted to take the best parts of my first set, and I like I wanted my last set to have like the best parts. Because mm. if I did win, I'm thinking of like that YouTube video that's gonna be there. Like I want um, I want the most memorable, best highlights of everything in that set. Yeah, yeah. because when people are gonna watch your videos, they're not gonna watch the semifinal video mm-hmm. more likely you're gonna watch the 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 finals video kind of right a yeah, bit? yeah yeah i'm actually i just re-recorded my semi-final set yeah i was gonna ask you which one did you like more the semi or the the final final for different reasons i like the semi more that's me too i did yeah but but like uh the second set had like the two short thing and the sway thing and, that was fun um actually my boy vinrock um from the bay you guys know vinrock 
No. 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 Tri- triple Threat DJs. No, no. Uh, shout out to Vinrock. Vinrock, Shortcut, all them dudes. Apollo. Um, some Bay Area shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but. In your own world talking right <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, nah, people know. People know. But that, that was a great thing, too. Like, it, it really gave you an identity and some character with you repping the Bay as, like, you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, thanks. Not going back to the Bay thing, though. Yeah. Like, uh, Vin played me. Um, he made some, like, guitar synths for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was a part where I was, like, scratching with some guitar shit. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But that was from Vin, and he's from the Bay. So, like, like that's just like something that yeah, I it guess was, not, it was not really, a lot of people it know. was really like thoughtful like it was very like yeah. you thought of everything you yeah know? that's it, what I'm saying like yeah. versus 2015 versus this year like I really yeah. I really like stepped my shit up nah it yeah. was really it was good and then you had the Kaepernick jersey it like all tied everything together it was yeah. like it was like a moment yeah. it was hey, that wasn't that, really you know? that plan like um actually like right before I left um he sent me that jersey so like I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'll wear this shit. But, like, literally, I got that shit the night before I left to go to Taipei. Oh, wow. I think you, yeah. you had that jersey before a lot of people started wearing it. Because I remember you yeah. wore it, and then I seen everybody wear yeah, it. Yeah, I had the exclusive. Yeah. Shout to Cat. So he Shout gave it to you. Bro. Don't know that you was going to be in the, um, the championship. Uh, he gave it to you. be like, yo, would you mind wearing it? No, this? not so, at all. Fuck no. Oh, he was just sending it to you. Yeah, no, nah, he just gave it to me. Oh, like, man. he didn't even, like. Oh, oh shit. That's a flex. He wouldn't even do that. At a point, I thought you had custom made that shit. Nah. Because, like I said, you I seen you wear it, and then I seen everybody else wear it. Why is it hard to get a Kaepernick jersey? You mean no, everybody else, like, I mean, like the celebrities? Like, it's it's, an, it's it's different from... The, the one he had on was different. Yeah. It's yeah. A, like, it's like, I'm with Cap here. In the, yeah, it was... Um, I it's think black, and it's not the original Niners color. And I don't know if that jersey was the one they sold on, like, Nike. Because he had another jersey that... Um, but it was in the black one, like that. Yeah, it was black. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it came out after that one. The one that yeah. you see me have on, mm-hmm. um, there was another one that came out. But um, I don't know if the one that I had from him was, like, some exclusive shit. I mean, shit. Like, maybe he just gave it to, like, some people. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Um, that shit was dope. That's yeah, it was a nice jersey. I mean, uh, good look. so, mm-hmm. like, when you went out there... Did you feel like you were going to win? Did you know? Did you get cocky after the first one? Like, yeah, I got this. No, nah, you don't get <laughs> cocky. You don't get, well, some people might, but, like, um, I definitely had a good feeling. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. but the thing is, in 2015, when when I went, when I lost on that first round, when I got done with my set, people were telling me the same shit. Yo, you just won, Jay. Like, you got that shit. And then, like, I lost. Mm-hmm. So this time came around and, like, it was the same thing. Like I got nah. that I got done my set, and people were like, "But you had mad people rooting for Yo, you." Yo, Styles was your biggest fucking cheerleader. Hey, Styles Instagram. is my guy. He uh, he, he posted he something. I don't know what he did, but yo, he up and give him the championship. He was barely <laughs> finishing hey, the semi. Hey, but then he deleted. Is that the one he deleted? I don't know, but I was. I, I mean, I was. The I was, liquor was flowing. The from liquor him. was. <laughs> Styles, <laughs> was like, Styles hey. gets spicy. The hey. liquor was. Liquor, flowing. Styles. <laughs> liquor plus jet lag is a bad combo. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. the worst. It is. I sure was. I mean, I don't know. I saw it through Styles. I mean, through yeah, through Styles' Instagram. So you weren't sure even to the very end. You were like, "Fuck, this could go anyway." I felt really good after I did my first shit. Yeah, yeah. And people were telling me like, like that was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, type shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even when people say that, like, because yo, people told me that shit in 2015 too. They didn't say it was the greatest thing, but um, they try to gas you up a bit. Yeah, like people were definitely gassing me up. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like. And I, I nailed it too, cause you know the hardest part is like actually just pulling your shit off. Mm-hmm. Do I is that a pause? It's a, a semi pause. Yeah. 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 If I said out, 
We're trying not to do that as much, so. Oh, no, is that, that shit's offensive? I just kind of, I just kind so of flinch a little bit. Some people feel offended by it. I can see how people will be offended Your eyes start twitching. Yeah. I kind of look to the side, like, yeah. did anyone catch that? Hey, um. What was I going to say? Just look at the video on YouTube.com slash The Road Podcast. I know, I got to We always uh, forget to push the YouTube channel. The Road Podcast. The Road Pod- Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> did I say podcast? Oh, shit, my fault. So. With you, like, actually DJing now in the clubs and doing what you do, because you've always been kind of a club DJ. Well, I wasn't done with Red Bull real quick. Okay. Was it tough going up against Chris Villa in, in yeah, Philly? Fuck Chris Villa. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, Chris. No, Chris is my, my like, friend, like, real life friend. <laughs> like, you know what we say? Like, oh, that's my boy. Like, Chris is, like, really my boy. No, no, he yeah. came out here and said he was your boy. But was yeah. it tough going up against him? Like, you know what he has in his arsenal. You know what he's capable of. Yeah, man. Were you shook? Chris is good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's like I know he's fucking good. I know he's gonna kill it. So yeah. like, I can't worry about that though. Like you can't like look if you know you're going up against something. Like, I mean, you're going up against you know heavyweight. You just have to have confidence in yourself. I mean, no matter what, because look, you could be yeah. doing some shit like hey, you guys are going up against like other podcasts who are fucking good. You can't worry about them. You gotta just do what you do. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If you're, you're, we have any confidence at all? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah I don't know either yeah. I don't, I, honestly I don't we love to I do this <laughs> I mean I, you know we're very proud of the 500 <laughs> listens we get I know hey, man. if that, so, yeah, if that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe 375 yeah. all of y'all listening out trying there. to hit that 1k bro yeah if I can hit 1k that'd be great man <laughs> I mean, look at our, our yeah, YouTube right. views are like maybe like a, a buck, a buck thirty nine, a dollar thirty nine. That's how many that's how many watches we get on YouTube. I mean, after this one, we might blow up. I know we, we, might, we might hit the one K because yeah. of you, man. Hey, man, we need to like go viral. Let's do something. Let's start talking about like conspiracy theories or some shit. That's what kids love, or just whisper on the microphone because the ASMR shit that people love. Yeah, fucking kids, man. So you had that confidence. You had that mojo. I just had like so the mojo um, was stronger than Chris Villa's mojo. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Um, <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> um, nah, man. But do you think he's next up? You think he could win next year? He's he could. I, you can't say he can't. He's great. I mean, I we're rooting for I him. Mean, would you? Here. I mean, would you put like? Would you want him to do it next year and win? And if I could see Chris win, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I was rooting for him when I was battling against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him to win. Mm-hmm. If, if I, I didn't win. Yeah, I don't believe yeah, that. Yeah, no. But yeah. <laughs> Even though, no, like, <laughs> no, man. He cooked you up there, by the way. What? He cooked you at, at in Philadelphia. He cooked me? Yeah. What does that he, mean? He dissed the shit out of you up Oh, there. yeah. Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, my mom was, like, throwing ice at people. Like, uh, I think she she threw ice at somebody. Not Chris, but, like, uh, one of the other dudes. Uh... Uh, I F T W I T W. Oh yeah. W, uh, image from the from wood. the wood. Yeah, yeah image from the, from the wood. wood. Yeah. yeah, he's he's raw. Uh, I think my mom threw some ice at him. <laughs> Why? Because he dissed you. Yeah. Because <laughs> my mom, you know, it's a mom. She don't really get it. Like people are like, Jay Espinosa is a bitch. Like, like what? Good thing I'm not battling no more. Because like somebody could like use that what I just said against me in a battle. They probably will. They probably will. They probably yeah. will. Yeah. It's gonna be a drop. Every I was time never a battle DJ. That's where I just say I'm not battling yeah, anymore. Yeah, club DJ. I'm not like a battle DJ. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Like with you being in clubs now and people asking you to do like routines, it's a little weird, right? Yeah, because it's, it's cool though. It's great. It's like what I've always wanted. Do, do you feel like because of the Red Bull, you have to DJ a certain way? There's expectations because people expect you to do mm-hmm. these things. 
Yes and no. Um, because you gotta just, if you're in a room, you gotta play for the room. And especially like if you're at a DJ booth that you can't even see the turntables or if yeah. you're, I don't know. Remember like you guys play at clubs sometimes where the DJ booth's like high up in the air or some shit. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be doing no tricks up there. Yeah, nobody's looking up there. Yeah. Um, but there are people that come out and they want to see some shit, but you can give it to them, not like to stop, you know, like you don't have to like uh, bust out some crazy routine, but you could impress people by doing some other shit. Like, but do managers ask you, ask you, hey, can you do this and that? Why like promoter, manager, book you. Promoters, yeah. people will book you. Oh, n no, no, it's more no. like um, the crowd, just people. Yeah, 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 but that's great because I've always wanted to like have people that come to see me DJ. When you're a club DJ, we all know how it is. Like, you matter, but you don't. Like, you're there to control the vibe. You're not really the center of attention. Mm -hmm. But then we see guys like A-Track go out, or there's a handful of guys, and they kind of are the center of attention. Yeah. but that, That's th like a that goal. Changes, but that changes the dynamic of how you DJ it the does. room, right? It does. It does. Yeah. It's more, um, for me, lately, I've been like, um, I don't just like DJ anymore. I do, but like... I'll have my shit in a folder, like I'll I'll like make a set almost. Yeah. So I'm not like looking at my computer because I see people looking at me. I can't just be like typing on my computer, searching for a song for mm -hmm. two minutes. So I'm more like uh, trying to be like more of an entertainer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is that good or bad? Um, because I'm just trying it out. I so don't know. If you do that, do this you is new for me, kind of. This is kind of different. Um, not top in front of you, or you keep it on the side so you can see the crowd. Yeah, nowadays I keep it on the side mm -hmm. because yeah. you want to be visible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I haven't always done that. I used to just like throw my shit right here. Boom. I'm short too, so shit. I can't even see the crowd sometimes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But like, <laughs> but you want to make sure you're seen. Now. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, uh, but then it kind of makes more sense though. Like, you know, like it doesn't even matter if you're doing a routine. Like, you kind of just want to. Don't you want to be seen a little bit, or you don't? Y'all don't give a fuck. I, don't I really don't care. I'm don't not. Care. I'm not the best thing to look at either. So you are. Though. Like what you, Justin <laughs> Jack. You are. Though. What you're explaining to me is like no pause. Is actually like DJ hell. What? Where I would have to like care about what people, how I'm acting while I'm DJing. And like having to impress what these people but the want, thing is, like the visual representation. Well, but not only that, them being like, well, like he has to do something fantastical or something that's almost to the to the degree of what he did at the three style, mm -hmm. instead of me just playing for the room and like playing good music and like vibing out and having a party, that would piss me off. Well, look, man, thirty seconds of anything, I never kill anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's you're on the radio, if it's like, if it's like dead air for a couple mm -hmm. of seconds. I mean that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe a bad yeah. example, but yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if your needle skips or I'm going like if you do stop the music to do a routine in the middle of a club. Yeah. Thirty seconds and don't gonna kill nobody. Mm -hmm. And if there are people there to see it, then they're gonna see it and they're gonna be satisfied because that's what they came to see for. That's what they came to see. If they did come to see me do a three style ish thing. Mm -hmm. So Sometimes maybe like I'll do, I'll do like one thing where it might like, kind of like, er, like change the vibe for a quick second, but I'll get it right back. It's all good. Right. If anybody there that wasn't enjoying themselves while I'm doing that, but you definitely feel the the if not the pressure, you like you feel like you have to do things like that, right? Kind of. Um, you have to do that kind of show. Like I don't feel a pressure. little more showboating. 
Does that but make that's sense? cool. I've always I've always wanted to like do this. Yeah. yeah. So you always yeah. want to be like Q from Juice. Like you always want to do like the cool shit. Yeah. You wanted that moment. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily like the attention, but like if I practice and I'm like you know I'm um practicing shit in my bedroom like. I want to just do it somewhere else. I don't want to just do that shit in my bedroom all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. What am I practicing for? But you got to, like, do it right. You can't just, like, fucking start scratching over a beat for hella long. Like, no, no, no. I get yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, I just think it was, it's interesting how the dynamic changes because I think, I think Miles Medina was, like, in an interview. Yeah. And he was, like, you know, ever since I started doing, like, the Goldie Awards or whatever and I won, it's just changed the way I view how I DJ mm-hmm. and how I organize the night. And was he saying because you know, more people are like coming out to see him type no, shit? I think he's into kind of just breaking it down and making the, maybe the transitions a little more complex, a little more thought out and not just like song to song to song. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, you know, I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that the way he's getting more into like just changing up the transitions a little bit. Yeah. And if like, I think, you know, doing the competitions and getting into that and, Get, being more known for that and getting called in to do special sets it's like you got to keep thinking up new routines and new ideas and stuff yeah, and if that can just kind of take over like just playing for a crowd you know what I like I, I would feel like I would miss just DJing for a crowd mm-hmm. and having them have a good time and not worrying the fuck about me and just focusing on the music yeah. you know what I mean yeah well that's always there too like that mm-hmm. I'm still that way like I still definitely just like even if I'm not doing a trick, I don't let, let me just I don't do tricks all night. Like that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm still just part like rocking. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. um, even if I am just like playing song to song, like I'll just be more prepared, I guess. Because mm-hmm. even y'all like don't you guys? I mean, we all just like fucking show up to our gigs and DJ sometimes because we're good at it. Mm-hmm. But like y'all be prepared a little bit sometimes. It's more about music though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like Yeah, yeah, uh, you guys you guys could like know some combos or some records that you know you're going to play these four songs back to back to back and it's going to yeah. kill it like yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. I try to be more like that too like mm-hmm. cuz I swear to god like my whole career like even when I was on the radio my my old bosses that I used to work for will like totally back me up on this. I used to show up 10 seconds before I was on the air. Mm-hmm. and go in there and i would like some days have my best mix i ever had in my life oh, no. like oh. i just like i'm not prepared ever yeah but like it was kind of like it turned into like i'm kind of good at not being prepared and it's doing fun. it for so long yeah it's and it's you fun know, you know but what to do lately I, i'm trying to be more prepared mm-hmm. just like so i don't have to be staring at my computer yeah yeah, yeah. is it uh so like with red bull and after everything that happened you know what i'm saying has it changed you know obviously has it changed your your gigs is Um, there more opportunities yeah anything like you know what i mean yeah for sure i always think about like how has it changed because it's fairly new like it just happened this year right Mm -hmm. january yeah Yeah, and then you know what what was it like uh what's it been like three months now three months yeah have you seen a, a, a like a dramatic change in just how people view you as a dj your professionally bookings, yeah. and just like your bookings, you know what i mean and your, everything your yeah rate maybe yeah um rate went up um i'm kind of being a little more selective of what i do mm-hmm. um do you have a manager i just got a manager <coughs> cool nice yeah. i think because we, we were talking i think in portland was it december or early it was like november december something around like september yeah yeah we was in portland yeah for a do-over 
Yeah, for the and you were doing the do, do over, yeah. and then we were talking. We were hanging out in Portland for a little bit, and then I was. We were talking about management and uh, how to get you out in Vegas and blah blah blah. And it was just like, it was just kind of like, well, like I don't know if I want to do Vegas. You know, I don't know if that's the route I want to go. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about management, and then after you won, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, you know, like how his career shifted. Mm-hmm. Like, was it a 180 or is it like you know like I have I have more um, like people I guess like like I show up to clubs and I see like people like watching me yeah mm-hmm. which is cool and that keeps me on my toes but um, it's also just kind of like I still do parties like bottle clubs and shit where I'm mm-hmm. just like playing are you getting more like uh, corporate event opportunities because of the three style you know what I'm saying or are you getting more uh, club opportunities you know like more traveling people want to like or yeah. is it more international or is it more showcase i just want to know like what kind of all, all of the comes. above all the above all of the above yeah it just starts flowing in um and then at, at some point you're like oh shit i can't reply to all these people myself so i need help well with the management thing like i think um you guys could back me up on this too maybe like um yeah when you have a manager it's like it's just more professional yeah mm-hmm. even though like it's just weird. It's weird. I have like this weird like love hate thing with having a manager because it's like, um, like why do you need somebody to uh, to like get you more money? But like you can't, you can't like if someone reaches out to you and they're like, hey, we want to book you, like it's almost like if you have a manager tell them that you want an outrageous amount of money, they'll say yes, and if you say it, they'll say no. Something like that, yeah. It's kind of weird how that shit works. Yeah. So that's why I have a manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just for, for the bickering. I mean, well, I mean but I mean, yeah, yeah. she actually uh, the girl. Uh, shout out to Tracy. Um, she's like a hustler, though. Like I fuck with her. Mm. Like it's taken me a really long time to like. But did you get it because you were getting overwhelmed, or you didn't feel like you could juggle it all, um, or did you? Was it? Or you, I definitely you, think or I need some that help. I need some help. I need help. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I could handle it all on my own, but for those reasons of like. I'm like uh, I have a title I'm a world champion like, yeah, yeah Some status and shit Like it just kind of like I don't want to just conform To like You know The, the formula But it, like It does go hand in hand For like someone mm-hmm. to ha- Like In my position To have a manager um, And I think Having a manager That's good Can definitely help me definitely, Or anybody yeah. else That has a good manager if you, if you have a good manager Fuck yeah You're gonna benefit from it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying it out in business. Basically, a manager is a middleman mm-hmm. uh, or middle woman, uh, and in business, it's all about being a good middleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just about connecting two entities together, and then making it and, and mm-hmm. just making it flourish making and it making work. it work together. Yeah. Especially when it's two people that don't get along, as and like it, the talent and the manager, or anything. It could be a talent in the venue. And then if that middleman, that manager can really put them together yeah. and have them compromise to an understanding, that's really what it's about because yeah, there's all types of shit. the artist is always going to look at it from a different point of view and the venue is going to always look at it from a different point of view and the middleman, the manager has to really look at it from both points of view. Yeah, my manager definitely sees things different than me yeah. in a good way. In a, probably in a business, like yes, in a more exactly. marketing yeah. business way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like I don't think like that. Yeah, I'm not business at all. Like I, my business. Well, that's is good. That's, what, that's why you're. That's why you. <laughs> well, that's why you won the three style, and that's why it's up to you to just stay creative and do creative shit. You know, and, and let yeah. the manager work work on getting you your gigs. That's the idea. She's mm-hmm. not like exactly a booking agent, but 
Mm-hmm. She, she but actually she just your money though. Make you know, sure you get in your your money on point. Yeah, she plugged me in at uh in Vegas actually. Um, mm-hmm. that spot you was telling me about. Yeah, yeah. on the record. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing there. Yeah. Oh, dope. dope, man. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That spot's perfect for you. Man, yeah. I can't wait. I know. I've heard, like, dope things about it. There's a lot of dope DJs uh, running through uh, on on the record right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ross won. I think Miles Medina has a date. Yeah, Spider, I see. Uh, Miles has a date. Just yeah. Incredible. Just Incredible. Uh, Sprite was just there. Yep, Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sprite. Scribble's there a lot. I see Scribble yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scribble's there. Yeah. Mel Star from New York is yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Mark Ronson. Quest Love. Yeah, Quest Love. Yeah, yeah. Quest Love. Mm-hmm. yeah that's like yeah. All, the, all the good, yeah. all the great. I think Premier's been there. Yeah, uh, that's, been that's there. mad pressure. No, you know it's not, man. See, this is the shit we was just talking about. Yeah, like if I think about all these great talented people who rolled through this club, like I would probably like lose my mind trying to figure out what I'm gonna do when I show up there. Yeah, I think your date is on May kinda 29th, crazy. I believe. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. What, what's Wednesdays there? Y'all know about it? It's, it's popping. It's industry. Yeah. Industry night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Crooked will yeah. be there? We'll I'll, I'll try to come through. <laughs> I'll be there. Shit. What is I'll it? come through. Can you guys come? If, can if, I, if I'm not working, hey. if I'm not hey. working, I'll be there. Come through, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dope layout. The booth is in the Rolls Royce. Shit's dope. It's in a car? Like the front end of the car. Oh, that's crazy. It's like chopped in the middle and then, and then it's the DJ booth. And it's a Rolls Royce? Yeah. It's that's a Phantom. It's dope. Damn, that's pretty fly. Do you get intimidated? Like you've spun with like Jazzy Jeff and like you and Qbert. Was that intimidating? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yes. You know you're coming. Like you're leveling up, right? I have to. You're not. I have to like lie to myself in my head and like go I'm go. Don't worry, Jay. Like you're. You know what you're doing. Just do you, man. What's what's your? But instant hell thought? yeah, I'd be like shook sometimes. What's Fuck your instant, yeah. what's your instant thought? Like I'm I'm not worthy. Like I. These, these are, are the greats. These are the these goats. are the, the, the DJ gods. They're the gods. Yeah. My I'm biggest my biggest fear would be these guys are gonna look at me like, how did he fucking win? And that's always a pressure. And blah yeah. blah blah. Nah, but the thing with those guys, like especially like like Jeff, like he he looks at us like, like what is y'all doing? Like he's a like, hurry up and take over. Not in a bad <laughs> way. Like like he he'll watch us and be like, damn, like those guys are dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've seen him watch people that. Well, yeah. no one's on his level, but of course, yeah. But That's like, uh, he's he's like super down to earth. So I'll even think about that sometimes. Like, if I have to be with him, like I played a couple parties with him, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, Jay, Jeff's down to earth. He's cool. <laughs> Don't trip, man. Just do your thing. <laughs> like I'll tell myself you this. Gotta morning. do that. Yeah, yeah. You do. Well, they had that yeah. big party that that happened up there in, in the Bay Area, right? It was like an outdoor day party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Scooter yeah. flew out for that. Yeah, yep. Scooter. It was you, Miles Medina, and Jazzy Jeff, and Cutso. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys know Cutso? No. no, I've heard that name though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dope. He's like a music historian. Like you could ask him any question about. Oh shit, we gotta have him battle. Uh, never, never, right? Yeah, yeah never. Yeah, never yeah, like a <laughs> bro, yeah, he, never be knowing dates that shit drops. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's cut so. Bro. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So yeah. like Cuber, you got nervous. I had to do a scratch session with Cubert. Yeah, oh, this wow, happened man. twice in my life. The fuck. I um, think it was with Miles Medina. You were Miles okay, Medina, Okay, that, right? that time, yeah. I was talking about another time, too. But, like... Um, I respect the fact that he's, like, he's coming up and he's, like, he's getting to that status, but he still gets, like, shook with the legends and the goats because he looks up to them. So, he it still hasn't settled I'm in. I'm too front. much of a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like... It hasn't like, settled in yet. Even, like, like, Crooked You, like, you were fucking killing it. Like, like you, y'all were the era of, like, guys that I looked up to, that I still look up to. Not, say, yeah. not like past tense but you know what i mean like i mean we're pretty washed up right now no right? shut Man, the yeah. fuck up but like <laughs> like i'm gonna be honest like like if Standing i was on the last legs if yeah. i was playing at a club and crooked <laughs> was there i would feel that shit i would feel the heat from crooked being in the room mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm a pretty big hater, so if I'm there, yeah. why is he doing? Why is he playing? That? But you know, I don't know. I'm like texting like multiple group chats. Yeah, like, this yeah. motherfucker just played. Greg <laughs> Spinoza just played the, the weirdest set. Hey, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, you you tweeted some shit like a couple of months ago about um, opening DJs. Yeah. About headlining DJs getting mad at opening DJs for burning them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was spicy, EJ. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was spicy. It did. It got like a lot of what yeah. happened. What you made were comments. Drunk. You were drunk. Yeah, what I made think. you like yeah. say this or something well, happened? Okay, so yeah, I was drunk when I tweeted that, and I I probably worded it like really bad. Well, what was the tweet? I fuck. No, I mean just just like paraphrase, paraphrase it. it. Yeah. Uh, it, was it, like, was, y'all, it was like y'all bitch ass motherfuckers like headlining DJs why yeah, are you bitching about openers burning wait, you guys wait 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 wait. it was basically saying one, one person I got it, it. I got yeah. it. Go it ahead, was basically saying you, you headliners are a bunch of pussies why are you bitching about the opener playing uh, X, Y, and Z if you have a whole catalog of shit to play like stop bitching basically about saying it. that headliners shouldn't be bitching about openers yeah uh, okay. for the music that they're playing okay and I have bitched Burn. about an opener and I think he, and then two days later, I think he was bitching about it. Yeah. <laughs> For me? Yeah. I was never bitching two days later. I think it was close. It was really close after that. Nah. I think you even mentioned it. You said. I said I got burned. Nah, I forgot what you said. But you were trying, you were talking something about the, the opener. Like recently after that. Uh, and you said, and I was just talking shit the other day. But again, you probably were drunk. Because it was late night text. I mean, tweet. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, <laughs> I'm telling you. But I do feel like that. I feel like that. I don't I don't think that okay, like there's an art to opening. You could definitely have a good opening DJ and there are DJs who are trash at opening. Mm-hmm. But there's headline DJs who get paid a lot of money to show up to these clubs and y'all want the openers to just like serve all the good songs to you on a gold plate. Here you go. Like that's whack. I mean, that's like my point. Like, if, and, I'll, I'll, and so, so, yeah. all right. Okay, what, like, you mean like the popping songs? Or I mean, that didn't look like a gold plate the way yeah, you did right, it. Right. What was <laughs> it? <laughs> like, it was like balls in my hand. Oliver. Hands. I don't know. <laughs> Again, our videos are on youtube.com slash the road podcast if you want to see like his a, hands it's like a, become the plate. All the openers busted a nut in this, uh, in this hand. Can you just, can I splash the shit in your face kind of when, shit? When you, say, when you say good songs and whatever, do you mean like the popping songs at that time? Or you mean like the classic songs that will work no matter what in a club i don't care what what was the circumstance that initiated or motivated this tweet there was nothing Something I just, must I have just, happened. You were Bro, just, I just be thinking of shit sometimes. You were drunk and it was 3 a.m. when you tweeted this I know. Shit. I just think about shit. When you I drive were, home. You were in a club. No, yes. I wasn't. And you were, someone was bitching to you or you saw something happen. I was probably sitting in my car when I tweeted that. Like, oh, after, come like, on. Bro. Something had to have happened for you. I promise. I promise. And sometimes when I say shit, I'm actually like really just talking to myself. If you read my tweets... Yeah, that's just like I don't understand. I don't understand Twitter and how people put their whole heart <laughs> out there like that. I don't get it. It's more like a vent. I don't know, but it's like it's on record. Bro, forever. I don't put my whole heart out of there. I don't I don't put my heart out on Twitter. I mean, that was like more, and it's it's like DJ related. Like shit. yeah, I have mad DJs that follow me. So sometimes, I mean, what so do you, you don't get mad. Say if you headline in a club and a DJ like play every hit record, kind of burns you, then you get on. <clears throat> You don't get mad at that opening. You don't be like, oh, I just, good. nah, man. Good. I just nah. try to figure out how they still kill it. My ego is too big. I'll be like, nope. This opener, let's say he's killing it. I'll be like, I'm gonna kill it harder. Fuck that. Oh, you gonna you gonna kill? You gonna play that? 
they going crazy? All right, fuck that. Watch this. I'm going to go in my shit and be like, all right, fuck. I need to find something better than this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, here, I found the tweet. <laughs> here we go. It says, y'all headlining DJs who bitch about opening DJs burning you should go suck a butthole. If you're wow. so Damn. good, Damn. Yeah. you should be a, <laughs> If you're so good, you should be able to kill it no matter what. You sucker-ass, privilege, fake privilege jerk. <laughs> Overpaid asses work for yours. Yeah. You need an opening DJ to save you. Really? Tell him. Ha, ha, ha. And then there's another tweet from 2013 that says. There's no way he was sitting in his car and this no, just you came to his head. Happen, Are you man. fucking crazy? <laughs> something <laughs> must have happened, bro. Nah, I promise. Nah, nah. I, I don't believe this. Dog, I don't believe three, it, at 3.17 a.m. on October 5th, 2018, you were no not way. sitting There's in no a way. car. There's no way. There was no way. Y'all know the Bay Area clubs close at 1.45. Yeah, so y'all so, was at a diner so where talking. So where was that? And, and, and then shout out to Crazy. He had an argument or something. And then shout out to Crazy. He goes, tell him how you really feel. And he goes, that tequila warning, how I really feel. So the what? So what I say? The tequila wording was how he really felt. Uh, so it was the tequila speaking from. Yeah, you weren't drunk in your car tweeting that shit. You was in your feelings. Someone played you. Oh no, but he <laughs> did. <laughs> nah, bro. I promise. No, no. He just say he says, funny. It was about nobody. All I, all it was was I was drunk and thinking nah. a little bit emo yeah, about something. Something that, <laughs> something happened, that happened five years past. ago, ten years ago. There's, something must have happened. There's been like two times. Where you open and then no. and then the headline a bitch to you no, or no, no, you no, headline no 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 where I headlined and a guy opened and burned the shit out of me yeah here's another two and I couldn't come back and that happens we're all human you couldn't so, come back so this happened to you I'm talking I'm talking about like years ago mm-hmm. like, um, wait 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 what do you mean you couldn't come back like the opening guy went in so fucking hard Pause. I got on and he just like played everything and and I just like got insecure and probably fucking crumbled wow yeah. You, you sucker ass headliner. Why don't you get up there? And so so you're kind of talking to yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Like sometimes I'll be talking to myself. <laughs> so, 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 so weird ass no, then here's another tweet I from like, 2013, September 12th. He says, "Why is this opener playing New Slaves before DJ Snake?" Come oh, that's on. come on, son. All right, that's a different story. <laughs> if you're DJing before an artist who has music, DJ no, Snake. No, is New, agree New with Slaves you with that. is not DJ Snake. Didn't he do a remix that that was hella popping? Well, listen, you'd put n- new slaves. You didn't say no remix. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> DJ Snake did that new slaves remix. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? That was 2013. Yeah, that was long. Oh, time see, ago. see, that's like around the time that like he might have still played that shit. I don't know, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Though, yeah, bro. that that wasn't no like um, playing a good song before a DJ. That was because Snake had that remix that was like that was dope. That was what that meant. There's more tweets about opening DJs here. All right, no, no, no more tweet anal- analysis. But how do y'all? That's f- enough. That's wait, enough. but but y'all didn't tell me how you how do you guys feel about that? I mean, we 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 talked about it before. Yeah, we talked about it. You listen to the first twenty episodes of this podcast. <laughs> you'll hear how we really feel about it. I feel like our opener should like let the shouldn't burn the, the headliner. That's like the number one thing. It's in a, my it opinion. Burn like play good songs. Playing like all new songs. Like the good Well, the opener like shouldn't play good all new songs I mean, anyway. But there's some openers that do that. You just said that you experienced that shit yeah. a couple of years That's ago. But you know what? I don't want to have that argument about old and new songs because some of the older songs be hitting more than the new songs. Yep. So, a matter of fact, I would so, I would rather the opener play new songs that weren't yeah. hitting. Save and, me, Montel Jordan. Save, 
Yeah, save me all <laughs> that. Save me my Save me 900 number? Because I don't, like, and, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's actually the, the, the conversation that me and Never have a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is it the energy or is it the songs? And I think it's the energy. Yeah. I think it's vibe and it's like creating a vibe that moves up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because any, yo, I could literally, like, I was saying that Never, he opens, right? He's an amazing DJ. So sometimes when we, we spend together or whatever, if he opens or, you know, if, I, if, if he opens for me, like, we, we switch off once in a while, right? If he opens for me, sometimes I walk in and he's just going ham. Like, he's killing it so hard. And I'm just like, yo. But he's not burning you. He's not burning me. Yeah. But, but the energy is crazy. It's, it's like he's on the mic. He, it's like a party. And I'm like, oh, shit. Damn, I got to continue this shit. Yeah. Like, I got to keep it going. Or I got to take it to another notch. Yeah. And... It's not. And that's then, why you're getting paid the big yeah. bucks. And then that's when I tell. <laughs> and that's what. And that's when I was like, "Yo, like that's up to me to figure it out. Like I've got to figure it out. And sometimes it requires me to take it down, mm-hmm. and then bring it back up. Yeah. That's a lost art form in DJing. Where like Taking I take it down, it down a little mm-hmm. bit, get yep. everybody kind of in a different mood. If he was on the mic, like when I, I'll even break it down to specifics. Whenever he's on the mic, his voice carries louder than mine it projects it projects mm-hmm. louder than mine so i have to i get off i stay off the mic for 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then i'll let there be a little bit of silence and a break and then i'll i'll get on the mic yeah because if i get on right after him my voice will sound a little bit weaker and yep. there's nothing worse than me like oh there's someone else on the mic but his voice sounds a little like yep. lower like yeah, that yeah. sucks mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying but I think it's about energy because I think like you we have this discussion all the time. Should yeah. the opener be on the mic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Do you think it doesn't? It matter? depends. No, sometimes you have to get on the mic to get the crowd going. Yeah, because sometimes the room might be flat, and you get on the mic, you might need to help to pick the room up a bit. Yeah. So I understand like the openers should not be like get on the mic from opening like from beginning to the time the headline gets on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely not. They should definitely not do that. Like if I'm opening for someone, I might like if I'm opening from like ten thirty to twelve thirty, I might get on the mic like around twelve o'clock just to lighten it up a little bit, just to get the energy going. Yeah, you go ham sometimes though. It depends. No, if but, it's, if but, it's busy, if it's you busy, understand. never kind of knows a lot of rooms. So if you go into one of the rooms he's he's comfortable in, it's it's yeah. gonna be tough for you to outbeat never like that. Yeah. But I mean never, I not, never I goes ham. Never yeah. goes ham. But I, I, I don't he, he always, ham. But he always brings out the best. Yeah. Like he of brings course. out the best yeah. of me. Like I, I gotta, gotta see step DJ, it up. bro. Yeah. I never seen DJ. That's really dope. Yeah, see him much, man. Are you yeah. DJ tonight? <laughs> nah, that gets busy, bro. You playing tonight? Nah, nah. I'm off tonight. What's <laughs> 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 up, so, man? Tomorrow, hey. tomorrow. I mean, all right. Hey, just get it. Just town. get a gig, bro. Just get a gig. Call somebody. Call excess. Call excess real fast. I have a question for because you guys are like the headliner DJs. Would you rather have high energy at a level ten or or level four or like of energy? It just the you know what. What really matters is that the opener cares. I just I think that's all that matters. I would think a, a high level off the backboard to you, the headliner would be a lot better than, you know, a, an off pass or whatever. So, it depends. No. It depends because there's different ways to approach the night, and it really depends on the city too. Yeah, like uh, it can change in different cities. Like, well, let's speak in Vegas. And, and the the worst thing is when you have an opener who already feels some type of way about opening. That's the worst when they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah they just like, yo, like, something. I deserve yeah. to be headlining, yeah. and you're why you here. Like, you can feel that energy, and that's the one thing I don't like. I don't mm-hmm. really care if they suck or if they burn me. I just don't want that energy when I walk into a room. 
an hour into the booth. And another thing I don't like is when I walk into a booth and it's like a party in there. There's like 30 people in the booth. And then like I have to be tell the opener like, yo, the opener should know when like when I walk in and be like, oh, yo, can you give my man a little space or introduce like who your people are or something? But if they're just acting like, you know. Like, well, listen, you know, I mean, that's, you know, but I'm talking but about. But that energy affects I the need way. The energy, well, what's a good level? Like is it is is that but those little things of you feeling uh, like unwelcome and you feeling and coming in and just feeling like yo like no one like the, this opener doesn't give a fuck that I have to set up my shit and doesn't making space of all of these little things add up to your feeling so by the time you get on you could be like fuck this shit this is like fuck him fuck everybody and then your set could be a totally different way than if he's really welcoming you want someone to drink. Yo, this is my girl. This is my I be, boy. I be doing that shit too. Yeah, the opposite. Like yeah. well, I when, I, when I go into a club, if, when the, when the opener's there, I'll be like, "Hey, you need a drink?" Yeah, I'll literally like go to the bar and get him a drink if I have to. Like, yeah, you and then they'll be like, "Oh, he's kind of cool." And then it kind of like breaks the ice a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had a great, I have a great story that happened to me recently. I headline, I'm not gonna say where, but a headline recently out of town. Mm-hmm. I got to the club around half hour before I was supposed to get on. I was chilling like in the far, far left. And the opener was doing this thing. He had like all his people in the booth, which mm-hmm. I didn't mind. It was do your thing. It was all good. So when it's time for me to get to DJ to get on, I went to get my bottle. My bottle was gone. They had put bought my bottle out when I got to the DJ booth. But the opener's friends, the opener's friends all drank it. They yeah, drank yeah. the whole bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Hell no. I was like, yo, what happened? Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said he had a good experience. No, I mean a good story, but it's oh, just like so. What happened? I had to get another one, but it's just like all these people. It was like there was so many people in the DJ booth. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone, and it was just like, oh, they just. But that's just what I'm yeah. saying. Like that awareness for the opener to have to just you know, and the headline like and you it was, said, it's not even the opener's his fault. It was just like no, his it's people. Not. It's not. Was there? It was just you like, didn't offer it, though. It, but it is. Hmm? You didn't offer it. No, I didn't. They just took it. What makes oh, people it was think gone that? before it even showed up. No, it was gone. I was there. It was for me, but they drank the whole bottle. But I mean, even knowing the bottle was there. Damn. They played you. I don't know. <laughs> the opening DJ and his friends? Like, no, the DJ, like I said, it wasn't his fault. It was like oh. his friends. They was like, I guess they figured, oh, the bottle's there, so fuck it. I'm going to drink it. So. They're like, he's getting paid hella money anyways. Drink his shit. Yeah, man. So <laughs> I don't know. All that, all that stuff fucks, fucks with me when I walk in or when yeah. I'm about to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because I can't concentrate on the room, I'm like annoyed by these like three to four or five different things that are happening Yeah, with like... Just little shit that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, like walking into the booth, meeting the opener, asking the opener, like, yo, you want a drink? That shit definitely breaks the ice and makes it, because it's, it's honestly like a teamwork thing where one one dude's like, it's like a relay. Yeah, yeah setting up the Pass the baton. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, man, you just need a DJ who cares. If the motherfucker cares when he's opening, you can hear him. You can hear him when you meet him, when you're switching over. You can tell when a motherfucker cares. It's different generations, though. Like, yeah. and and we're in like new times now, so um, things change, man. It's yeah. ba- you know what? You know what's crazy? So like, um, East Coast DJs, you guys come up. You are used to doing longer sets because yeah. the parties go later, and you guys might have multiple gigs in one night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is on the East Coast, but right now, like, in the Bay. A lot of the opening guys, there's no opening. There's there's a good. I know a couple guys who are really good openers, but like, pretty much like it's just fucking high energy all night. Mm-hmm. So it, it's yeah. kind of like it trains you to be able to get on after the opening guys like 
burning you right and mm-hmm. still keep it because that shit happens like every party you go to a club at like 10 30 p.m and they're playing bangers it's just yeah. like i don't know it's just how it is i have a yeah. question though when it's that early and they're, and they're hitting them with bangers is another crowd f- like traffic like filtering in at midnight could or be. is it the same people it could it could more likely no, it's the same there's, people right? there's not really too much traffic because clubs in the bay like people literally show up at like uh 12 30 and they're there till 145 and the club's over mm-hmm. so they just go to one club during the night they don't like club yeah hop. or like some people will go like early and then they'll go to their next stop and that'll be their last stop mm-hmm. but um i mean shit at 10 30 like all the people aren't there anyway so from from like uh if a dj is playing like a banger new song at 11 p.m if you play that shit at 12 30 like half the room wasn't even there anyway so yeah. it don't really matter that's true i don't know if i've had a yeah, I don't know. Like, I, do you know any like the younger DJs? How they how they look at opening, how they approach it? Um, I don't know, but from what I hear, there is no there's no opening. It's just it's like just, it's this just is, go this time. Is my section. It's just go time. Yeah, this it's is like my slot. It's like fucking Coachella. <laughs> yeah, main stage. Everyone's headline. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, that's their set, uh, man. They're just they're gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. And you got to go on after them. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Just no form of art. For huh? opening. It just sucks because I came up with knowing, you know, I don't how to play your role. I'll be honest with you. On the West Coast, I don't understand why they need an opener and closer. <laughs> uh, because everyone yeah. wants to be the star. I feel that. <laughs> no, like 1030 to, to 130. Yeah. Like you just might as well DJ and make a little bit more money. Keep and the whole, do the it whole does night. give the younger guys a shot to get in the club, though. Like, so that's I think like openers in L.A. is like 45 minutes. And that's it. They do like nine to nine forty-five. No, it's like ten thirty to eleven fifty. What do they make? Like seventy-five dollars? Probably fifty. It's mm. not bad. Yes. Huh? huh? That's it. What? Yeah. Twenty-five fifty bucks. Yeah, that's right. So open. That's or drink tickets? Yeah, or drink tickets. Yeah. That's what we used to get. Yeah, you get forty-five and you get a drink ticket drink or two, ticket? and you a, might a drink get, or two, <laughs> and you might get fifty bucks. Wow. You know the problem could be is that all these veteran DJs like are not retiring they're just they're just it's continually it's djing so there's no more space for like younger djs to come in do you ever notice that we're just like good or bad though i mean because like our gen like my generation the older djs that kind of were in the game they kind of stepped aside a little bit or i don't know if they stepped aside no. or if they got, they pushed, got pushed, pushed aside out. i feel like some no. of them got pushed you guys aside. Are st- i mean you guys are like the tail end of the first but generation. i feel like we we we're still in the game like we're not i mean you guys are st- you guys are like the last tail of the first generation the first generation is like, I mean, like fucking Grandmaster Flash and shit like that. But you guys are like the tail end, the early ser- before Serato and all this shit. Vinyl still. My generation is the last motherfuckers on vinyl. Yeah. So it's just. I like, was on vinyl. You're my yeah. generation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I look at you yeah. like a little bit like, well, you were just doing way you better. You just started way early, me. Spinoza. You started way early. You started well, 13 or whatever the fuck. I DJed in my bedroom way longer than I probably did clubs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it was. You, this guy was probably traveling the world, and I was no, like, I still no, trying no, to no, figure no, out. Like, like cricket party started. Out of my bedroom. No. You started what, like around 20? What do you mean, clubs? No, DJing in general. It, like, you, you took nah, I, mean, I, I count like when I was doing clubs. Okay, when is that? 2021? 2001. Okay, yeah. yeah. You were yeah. doing clubs in 01? 2001. That's when you started. Not, not, not like good clubs but like you like know the like hole in the walls yeah <laughs> bars in the greenwich village like lounges leopard lounge mm-hmm. shit yeah. like that joe's pub 2002 so, stuff like that yeah, yeah so it's still like you know that tell in but i i, I don't but know but that was opening close so but there's no that like i said but there's no other generation you guys look like oh that's retiring 
He doesn't know how to stop. It just keeps going. I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious to see the new generation. By the way, this is the first time I've ever seen, like, uh, in this day and age, like, an age discrepancy this bad of people shitting on older people and older people shitting on younger people. But yeah. it's always been out there, man. Yeah, not no, that bad. Was, not, not that bad. I remember when Soulja Boy bad. was catching heat. I remember Soulja like, Boy it was like the, Snoop Dogg and all that shit. It, I feel like it's really bad right now. Like to the point where it's automatically like, yo, f- maybe it's the lack, the youth la- lack of respect to be like, yo, fuck, fuck them, and they're saying it a lot more worse now. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I it's just a cycle that never it keeps on going. Those yeah, young kids are gonna be our age, and then they're gonna be like, these young kids don't look, respect us. Yeah, and then, probably. And then when you get like to you know your thirties, you start to go, damn. When I was in my twenties, I didn't know shit. And it just keeps going. And then probably people who are 40 are like, man, Dude. when I was in my 30s, I thought I knew everything. And then they're 40 and they're like looking at shit different. I mean, I know it's funny because I know there's like DJs I know from like 10 years ago. They should be looking at me like, damn, man, I don't want to be DJing at your age, man. You kind of always still doing that shit. But then 10 years later, the same people that were saying that. They're your age. They might, the age I was at that time right now doing that shit. So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny. It's just. Yo, that's so crazy for someone to, t- to come up to somebody and be like, yo, I don't want to be DJing at your age. Yo, that's crazy yeah, I mean, to me. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts. That's insane. That's so And then they'd be like, oh, no. Be, no and then they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no disrespect, whatever. But yeah, I that's just automatically disrespectful. Like, like yeah. what are you talking about? But they're about? like, yeah, like the 10 years passed, but the person's still DJing. Yeah. But you was talking now, shit. You, you're that, now you that old exactly, motherfucker. Exactly, yeah. If you so could take something that you love doing and turn it into a business mm-hmm. and live off of it. Yeah. Like, why not? Exactly, yeah. Who cares? Like, if, I, if I'm able to, if mm-hmm. I'm able to, yeah. and I still can kill it. And then I look at, like, Jazzy Jeff, Kid yeah. Capri, Funk Master Flitz. They're working more than ever. Them dudes are, yeah. Yeah. They've I been mean, doing it forever. Never, you're working more than ever right now. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God bless. Cheers yeah, to that. Exactly. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I always, whenever I shots. meet, like, whenever I meet, yeah, oh, yeah, let's do some shots. Whenever I meet young DJs, they tell me, like, yo, how long do you think you want to DJ for? Do you want to transition to anything? I mean, that, that's an honest question, though. That's not a disrespectful question. No, no, like, no, no. I know when, it's not. What's, because we want to know what's the retire, retirement plan for. Like what, there what is more, no retirement but there isn't plan. More. But you no. see, but, but but you see, because it's a new age of of a of a career, and you're used to seeing other careers like a cop or a plumber, or whatever, and they have an after plan. So that's why we think, okay, I mean, retirement plan, retirement, yeah. Plan, yeah. I, like now, how long, we, I think how long like has DJ been going on? Plumbers, <laughs> <laughs> plumbers have an ill afterlife plan. You know what I mean? Shots hey, when did, when did DJing start? I would say like in the seventies. I think D- to me DJing the before that, the, like before that. in the seventies, like to me the DJ like st- Studio Fifty Four, I guess. Um, before that with Cool Herc, Grandmaster think, Flash. Bro, we kind of fucking up because like if you think about other jobs that were created after DJ started DJing, uh-huh. um, and they got like retirement plans and damn, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Still, look at musicians. Musicians don't retire. They I mean, keep going. Look at the Rolling Stones. Now Rogers Take one and pass it Now you gotta take that <laughs> Jamie don't be a bitch <laughs> We all just Me and Esperanza Share the same cup No, nah, but Yo, like be, By the way Big shout out to Don Julio 1942 yes, Big shout out to uh, Big Sam. shout out to Sam yeah. 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 Shout out to the 70 That you can't find Salud. anywhere Cheers yeah. Cheers right. Cheers man <laughs> Thank you for having me I know Thanks for having me Coming through No but that's what I'm saying I think it's more so like We want to know When you guys hang it up So we have 
a, pl- a blueprint on when we're going to hang it up. But I would say, look at Mick Jagger. This dude's like 70-something years old. He's about to go on tour again with the Rolling Stones. But it, yeah, I, but I, would it, e- I would even say this even but, better. Hold on, hold on. But like I said earlier, you guys are still the first generation. I consider the, the DJ we're doing now. I don't know what he means by first generation. Of I know what because, hold on. Because the DJ we're doing now is kind of more based off of hip-hop. And hip-hop is, what, 40 years old or whatever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I still call it. It's still a young man's game. Like I mean, a young. It's still young. It's 40 years old. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking at it. So if somebody asks you when you're gonna hang it up, it's not disrespectful. Here's the funny thing, man. It's a like, lot of a lot of DJs that I'm seeing blow up right now and really hit their peak and really like kill it right now mm-hmm. are in their mid to late thirties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and if they're killing it in their mid to late thirties, right? And you're a DJ and you're like twenty two, yeah. I mean, give yourself some time. To get to, to that to level, get, get to, to that, that age, level, man. and then age level, yeah. Kill, killing it in your mid thirties to late thirties is perfect timing because yeah. you're smarter when you're in your twenties. You're, you're not really you that smart, learn it, yeah. but it's not even if that. You blow like, up when you're twenty two. Yeah, you're gonna fuck you gonna your fall shit off. off. You're gonna yeah. fall off quicker. And yo, a lot of DJs that blow up in their early twenties to mid twenties, they get super confused in their thirties because they reach the peak so fast. Yeah, and they're like, all right, I got to take it to another level. Like, I got to become an artist. I got to become like Mark Ronson. And it's like not everyone can do that. Like, And then they dismiss DJing and they feel like they have to turn back on DJing because mm-hmm. they've done it for 10 years and they've hit their peak and they've, they're have they in all the hot clubs. Like, nah, nah. Like, it, it keeps going and you just have to be consistent. And that's the one thing I would say is different from the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones is reliant on their catalog. Their past catalog. That's true. A DJ doesn't have to rely on any catalog. They have the whole catalog of whatever the fuck. So as long as they're on top of their music, they could keep DJing until they're like whatever. 60, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, but also the thing about feeling like kids know, like my age, I grew up like on Tupac, Biggie and all that shit. Those dudes died hella early. Jimi Hendrix died hella early and they peaked. So people feel like, oh, you got to peak. At your 23, 24, 25, 30 is too late. So that's why I think people so, look at it. So, Jamie, you being a young DJ, do you feel like the older DJs like me and Crooked, we should like nah. maybe, maybe fall back? No, nah, because so, you guys are. So then you guys like you could like come up? No, nah, no, I don't feel like that. No, no, just a question. No, I, Jamie's, Jamie's not ready yet, though. No, I'm, but the thing is, like, I'm like, oh, these guys are still paving the way. The, the road is still being constructed, so there's more for me to go. Mm-hmm. So, why chill out now if you guys keep going? And you guys are like the blue Christian, part. Christian. He, Christian's our intern. You're, you're 20 now, right? Yeah. How do you feel about this shit? Do you want, do you, do you you want, you want to be a DJ? Down? Do you think you're going to be a DJ at 38 and 40? Or does that seem so far away? That seems kind of far away, but... So you, you, want, you want to pop at like 25? Yeah, maybe that's just the young blood in me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think when I like... Meet everyone that has like actually been in the game and stuff. Yeah. Then I realize like it takes time. Are you high right now? Or you nah, slow? everyone okay. just says that. Okay. Nah. All right. Cool. I'm not high right now. I don't want you smoking <laughs> up in this shit. I know. <laughs> no. This motherfucker's gonna. You think you gonna peak at 25, man? He's 20. He's in. At this rate. I'm just like, <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see him DJing outside of In and Out Burger, at 25 years old. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, man, but give yourself time, man. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, then I think about, like, DJ AM, when he got the million-dollar contract and he kind of blew up, it was in his early 30s. Yeah. So, but again, you know, 
I, I, I still think but if you if the whole thing is if you blow up in your 30s what does that mean it's all downhill in your 40s like nah you're gonna keep nah, going man. like you it's gotta just keep revolution what do you do shit, next you know yeah even like mm-hmm. um guys who are in my position right now like all the past world champs from three style or whatever mm-hmm. that's a big accomplishment you yeah could, you could say this is like a peak but it's like i don't do you think mean it's you? the peak not maybe a peak is the wrong word but it's like a it's like a high it's like an all-time high yeah, so like how do you get higher than this I like, think the door. I think it's like the doors to the bigger staircase, which you're gonna climb up. <laughs> that's what I think. That's that's what it is. It's, you just got the key to open up. That's all. I kind of like that. They fuck <laughs> you guys. You piece no, of shit. No, I'm I with you. not a hater. Never. You always hear me. I'm with piece of shit. Over here. I understand what he's trying to say. By the way, if you want to look at Crooked's face, YouTube.com/slash The World Podcast. <laughs> no, Yo. but that's what I'm saying. What like, did he say? He said the door, the door, the key to the door to the staircase. To the higher staircase. <laughs> you gotta, you I don't want to say like the, oh, the the heaven gates because that's something crazy, but yeah, like that. But that's what I meant. Like I don't know. Is that how you feel? Like you got the key to the door to the higher staircase. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep walking up them stairs yeah, to, to keep going up to that next door. It's not a peak. I don't think it's a peak. No, it's not a peak. It's a high though. I mean, and yeah. I don't know how I can get higher, but I know like. You just gotta have like uh, an idea I, of what you want to do. Like, I you mean, know, look at people, Four yeah. Colors Zach. Four Colors Zach won, and then, you know, that opened up, you know, eyes from Craze and other people, and then now mm-hmm. he's at he's hitting. Zach's career has been like cool to watch because he went through a time where he was like not really tripping off DJing. I want to say yeah. like um, I don't know if it was before he went, but I remember when I first met Risk One. R.I.P. Risk One. If you guys R. know yeah, that, yeah, Risk oh, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. When I first met Risk, Risk was the guy to tell me about Zach. Because yeah. Risk used to give me like edits. He would give me four color Zach's edits. Be like, don't tell Zach I gave you this shit. Like on some, Ooh. I wasn't supposed to have them. But was I'd it, be like, man, was it like Lion King edits? What was it? Nah, they were like they're like Swedish house mafia <laughs> okay. edits. Okay. I was about to say TV commercial. You didn't catch that this, but that was a dish. <laughs> no, I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Zach knows what's good. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, he's in um, the higher state. Hey, you know what? So you, I can't you, say. You want to know how you you want to know how much. The Lion King and Four Color Zach is like a thing. Yeah. I was playing with him at a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for the pause. My bad. Um, I was not not a pause. That was a horrible, horrible pause. Man, yeah. I was yeah. playing with him at a party. That's kind of maybe okay. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. All right, my bad. I'm overthinking. This. Semi, semi pause. <laughs> so I'm just trying to be like I'm trying to fit in right now. Nah, nah. <laughs> let me pause. Let me pause. Let me pause. I'm just trying to fit in. Pause. Be a, be, a, be a West be a West Coast right, Bay West, Area West Coast, West Coast people are horrible <laughs> at pause. Yeah, you are. All right, I'm trying to play. I can't play. So um, that was pause a little bit. That <laughs> was semi pause. So let me you get back in there. You get in there. <laughs> Think drink. about you watched The Office before, uh, Jay. Okay, never mind. No, I never watched it. No, you watch yeah, I want to hear this explanation. Yeah, okay, so, no, like, because you were, not go cause, there, because he said Zach and Lion King, and I just kind of, like, moved past it, but, yeah. so, um, I was playing, uh, club set with Zach at a club, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> this motherfucker plays the Lion King without even telling the lighting guy, the light, the lighting guy put on, like, fucking Lion King on the LED screens and shit, like, what? Like, it was like a scene out of the movie or some shit. Like, like the beginning yeah. when the sun rises? It was like some shit like that. Like, the whole place, it felt like we were, like, like Simba, like, yeah. I felt like I was being held up on a mountain like this. <laughs> it was that vibe. But, like, the lighting guy was, like, waiting for him to do it. Like, he knew it. That's my, that's it. You're more like a Timon, but <laughs> that's, that's a okay. great story. But, yeah. like, <laughs> I was just, like, that in that moment, I was like, damn, like, they really know. This is the thing. <laughs> like, they be knowing. Yeah. 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 They be knowing. They be knowing. They be knowing. Zach needs to make some Lion King merch. Yeah. 
Somehow. It's like his journey song, right? They'll make it cool somehow. Yeah, yeah. it's like his his journey shit when he drops that shit. Zach? Yeah. yeah. When he drops like Lion King, it's like his journey. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like the band Journey. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's like his journey song. That's his big song. That's his big song. That's like his shit. You know, it's signature. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Let's get back on track. Anyways, <laughs> the damn tequila. <laughs> 1942. Is te- tequila doing this right now? I don't know. Man. It's a little spicy. <laughs> uh, I just tweeted some wild shit right now too. What'd you tweet? I'm just kidding. Because I had some tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, you gonna wait three hours from now to tweet some shit? At three seventeen a.m. I know. <laughs> Speaking of Lion King. <laughs> this I is know exactly segue. where this is going. Speaking of Lion King, great segue uh, and tone play. What are your feelings about this tone play thing? Um, I, at first, okay, like, yeah, it's, it's like burned out. Everybody does it. It's kind of like um, overdone, mm-hmm. you could say. Um, I was never really good at it. So personally, like for me, um, I but never. You, I feel like you feel like you have to do it. That's the thing. There are kids out there who, who like, that's what they do. It's like a yeah. thing. Like, um, I seen this one dude, and no knock to him, because his shit is actually really dope, but, like, in his bio on Instagram, it said, like, tone play artist. Nice. Oh, my God. Like, wow. You serious? Yeah. It's like a like a type of DJ or some shit. It's like, like, it's like barista, right? It's a barista. <laughs> barista is <laughs> like a professional coffee maker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, people really flare out here bar, doing flare that Flair bartender. It's like shit, that. Yes. Um, so, people are, like, really doing that, like, calling themselves, like, a... I seen that. Yeah. Which is like, damn, like, y'all really out here doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, I think if you do it dope, it's cool. But, like, it's just kind of annoying when... I feel like you're forcing yourself to do it. Me? Yeah. Like when me I see personally? your shit. Yeah. When I uh, see you well, do it's, it. It's fun. What I was going to say, like, I actually, like, have fun trying to, like, do it. Because I, I never tripped off that shit. Like, mm-hmm. when everybody went crazy when it kind of blew up, like, after Zach made it, like, really popular again. Like, um, I never tripped off of it. Mm-hmm. But then, like, up until recently, I'm kind of like, like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, let me mm-hmm. figure out how to, like, flip oh, a so song. Oh, so you're enjoying it. Yeah, I just had fun with it, and I don't really care what Because your makes. over-enthusiasm <laughs> sometimes makes me feel like he's he's trying to look happier doing this, and he doesn't want to do this. Oh, he's, that's how I look? <laughs> he's saying you're forcing <laughs> yourself to smile. <laughs> nah, I'm not one of those force yourself to smile DJs. You, you seem like a happy person overall. But when I DJ, I don't really smile that much. He seems like a happy person. Read that tweet again about openers and headlines. Oh, that was three. That was three. Three seventeen a.m. Tequila was flowing. That didn't sound like a happy person. <laughs> you gotta let out the anger somehow through Twitter. There's a dark side to G. Espinosa. Yeah, Tell you guys, I just be talking to myself, but you don't in his car, me. and he just tweeted that shit. <laughs> That's That's a dark and then like motherfuckers that were in clubs with me, they like think I'm taking shots at them and shit. I'm like I'm really not. Uh-huh. Do you have any beef, with anybody? You I have no beef with nobody. No, no. For Do real? people have beef Do with you? Yeah, not that they tell me about. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. I think there is some beef out there. I've uh, heard. I've heard stories. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> so spicy. You, Better watch your I'm fucking bag, Jay. Nah. <laughs> Be careful out there. How do you, um, what do you call it? I want to talk about uh, now that you got new management and everything like that. You haven't had management almost all your career, right? Um, almost all. I have had some. Yeah. And I've had like, uh, I had a moment where I was with Blackout Artists. It was like, uh, maybe for like a year. Okay. And then oh, sure. That was like the first, like, I didn't of, know that. That was like the first, like, official, like, 
Cause you know Black artists is like I should've like known Cause actually known. Karma put me on to you Yeah Karma so. was like uh, The reason why I Rolled with Blackout mm-hmm. Yep That's Shout true. to Karma yeah, That's homie yeah. Shout to Karma Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking First stand up guy Real stand up dude Oh definitely One of the first Hell guys yeah. That I met Yeah Yeah I had a convo with him And he told me like I guess I'll say it Fuck it he, he, he said it to me But he was like Telling me this one time That he like Punched some like Club manager or some shit And I was like I fuck with him <laughs> that was like that was like that the was first stamp of that was the first first moment where I was like like That's karma's fucking dope. Yeah, I know you're talking about too. <laughs> Never yeah. was there. Yeah, shout out to karma. With with a with a manager right now and everything. Uh, do you think on the way on your way to before this restyle and everything? Did you feel like a manager was important? A lot of a lot of these like DJs coming up are really thinking they need a manager to blow up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, nah. you know we had a talk with Scratch Bastard, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just mm-hmm. kind of like, "Yo, you know, you might you're better off like getting one of your homies to like help you out, throw him a little paper, and have him like run with you at the gigs. Maybe talk to some people, like someone who has a gift of gab mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like that, that sounds that yeah. sounds easier than it is though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scratch Bastard was probably like lucky enough to have somebody who was like savvy enough to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. not all of our friends is like savvy like that. You no, know for I mean? sure. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just drinking a bottle and like, you know. Yeah, 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 They're they talking yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 I think Scene has the same situation and he threw it to one of his boys. His manager is one of his boys. That I would mean, be yeah. like the best situation. <laughs> yeah. But do you think it was necessary because I'm looking at, the, you know, I'm looking at your path and yeah. it obviously took a little bit long. Like, you know, you took your time with the shit. Yeah. But like, did you feel like there was a, you wanted a manager and it would have changed anything or no? Um, it all. I don't know, man. I always looked at it like, um, like giving away money. Mm, like, okay. like uh, if somebody wants to book me, right? It's cool to have a manager if they could expand you, or if you could utilize your manager to do something else. <laughs> like, um, like for example, right now my manager isn't necessarily a booking agent, but she's a hustler and she's smart and she's really good at what she does so like and she's like a friend like i actually i've been knowing her for a really long time mm-hmm. actually uh if you guys ever seen i did a, a set on boiler room yeah so like she I'm got to talk about that later on but all right well she linked me with the boiler room set like she mm-hmm. got me that shit like that was i don't know a couple years ago but um i've known her for a minute but like um she's plugged in um and like she's got talent so like is she like in the in- i mean she know people in the industry yeah she does Okay. And she's just like a hustler, so yeah, like to have a dope manager like that, like you could utilize it. You definitely need someone like that. Yeah, exactly. But so. that's someone that's actually like managing, almost like so. The difference between like an agent would be an agent just does your bookings, right? Mm-hmm. And a manager kind of shapes your career. They kind of like link you with different entities to like further opportunities for yourself. You know what I mean? So like yeah. Boiler Room would be a great marketing opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. And a manager would like set that up. A manager yeah. would also be like, oh shit, you're making beats now. I think I know this artist and I'm going to try to send that beat to this artist and link yeah. that shit up. Like yeah. that's what a manager does. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what I have right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. perfect. So that's it's perfect. Yeah. But it's yeah. like up to me to like uh, utilize that. Someone mm-hmm. in your yeah. position, that's perfect because there's so many opportunities right now just because your resume has that Red Bull 3 style world champion on it, 2019. So like a lot of doors would open. A lot of high and this is like the best time to take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of high sta- staircases yeah. for you to like, you know, walk through Fuck and stuff like you, that. Crooked, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I have another. We'll keep going. No, I no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that the difference between what these guys think uh, is a booking agent and a manager 
Yeah. You can't really have a manager shape your career when it's too early on, right? In a nightclub, mm -hmm. because you no. got to really build a reputation up. There's got to be something to sell. They've got to. If it, exactly, there's got to yeah. be a, a broader spectrum to what you are besides just rocking a room. At that point, you might just need a, a booking agent mm -hmm. to get you into different, to different venues, different venues and shit. But at, at your level, I think that's when you really need a manager to shape your career and really kind of guide you along the way when you've hit like a wall. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm, I'm in all the dope spots. What's next? The manager can be like, well, you know, I know I know what you want to do next even before you even know and they're yeah. like and they and they yeah. kind of take you to that next staircase yeah. now she's already hit me with some cool ideas that i would never have thought of like, yeah 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 now that um, you won the red bull three style are you gonna just retire or are you gonna go after the goldie award retire can you do the goldie awards i think you could yeah there's no i think he can would not that be, would that be a first what if someone won the three style and the goldie Nobody, yeah, Goldie's, Goldie's, Goldie's is new, bro. It's that two. Just, I have old. a question. Which is um like a bigger platform, the Goldie? I or think I don't know. Like the Red Bull. Well, you don't win for it. He uh he won Goldie's. He's the current champ. You yeah, know? he won the mm -hmm. second and one. And then he Miles did three style. The first one. He yeah. did three style. Yeah. And, um, um, uh, Fumi took him out. Yeah, three style. Oh shit. So you don't want to go after the Goldie? Um, I dude, think like should. honestly, I'm not like a battle DJ like that. Like, but that's I don't know. That's more of a routine. The shit's exciting. I think Goldie's is dope. Like I went. The first year to support Miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you can. I li listen from the time that you get the fifteen minutes that you get Red Bull, and I think you get what five or whatever at Goldie. I think you could do a lot more in that five showcasing one than your fifteen. So I think you can. I don't know. Not to yeah. to you know like not to amp you up, but I think you could body it <laughs> easier at the Goldie Awards. That's why I say you should go for it. Not don't thanks, listen. Don't thanks, listen to yeah, Jamie. Don't, don't listen to Jamie. Listen to. I don't your know manager. what you're trying to start right now. Yeah, listen to your man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, listen. I think you can body the fuck out of the Goldie Awards, and nah. maybe you should think um, about it. Nah. I'm <laughs> not. Nah, nah, nah. I'm no, retired. No, 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 no. I, I never, won the Red Bull. I didn't retire. I never really started. Like I'm not. Like I. I never was like a battle DJ. I just like. Three style shit was cool. I was to never me a battle DJ, but sure, won the fucking world fucking Red Bull. But three style. style to me was more like just what I do anyway. Like it's like a, like uh, I just is the Goldie Awards built differently. Is it more of a DMC? So to me, like, yeah. to me, it's, it's a little more. It's more compact. You have a shorter time, but like maybe just because of the guys that I watch, like I feel like Goldie's is more technical. It's more DMC, and they're like, way yeah. and and they're very open. They're more open to like. Um, like yeah if you want to come and do a dj set and use like a controller but three styles open to that as well but like um to me goldie's just felt like it was more technical yeah mm -hmm. but um maybe just because the guys that did their sets they maybe that's why miles won because mm -hmm. maybe it's not all that technical because miles is set, he's, he's pretty te he's technical but he's not but like, it's like party rocking yeah, yeah. like it's not like crazy it's like, it's like fun yeah. exactly it's like yeah. fun yeah yeah Cause crazy isn't fun. Cause some of those guys went in there and they did. Fucking DJ. Hey, do you DJ with sync? Oh yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know how to use sync. <laughs> I, I don't I, know how to use yo, it. High five, Jay. High five. I don't know how to use sync either. Bro, I was trying. Okay, so yeah, I know crazy uses sync, and um, he. I love how he shits on everyone who doesn't use sync. I know. Right? I just don't know how to Listen, use it. Last night I was in my. It was in my house, like practicing, right? Yeah. And um. I click sync. I was like, well, let me just see what's up with this shit. And, and it like moved some shit. And I was like, oh no, click off. Like that shit. I don't know how to it's use it. It's weird. Yeah. I, yeah. 
That's pretty weird. Yeah, I it tried weird. it because of Zach, and I was like, I don't you know. You guys act like it's like a, like a tongue up your ass. Like, it's just something new, right? You guys get feel uncomfortable about it. And Crazy's I mean, like, nah, like, just let Yo, just up to look with it. He's like, yo, just right here. Yeah, just get and comfortable. Now, hey, yeah, and, yeah. and now, like, okay, after hearing all them, like, like when they're talking about, oh, yeah, you know, when, when you're using sync, uh, you could be doing other shit. So now I'm thinking like, fuck, every time I'm mixing, I'm like, I could be fucking dancing right now. But nope, I'm sitting here like fucking I'm just kidding, by the way. Yeah. working. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I, I literally think four colors. That was Zach. a shot. That was a shot. I think Zach four color. Yeah, I think Zach I was is, joking. I think Zach is literally using sync because he's scared of craze. That's I don't think so. <laughs> I think nah, he's scared of Craze. Yeah. That's his like. That's his like. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Mate. I think Craze grabs him by his arm, pulls him into dark rooms and is like, yeah. What are you doing? Insane. What are you doing? He's Ow, doing bro. that shit. I'm sorry, I was a little hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Ow. laughs> he's having a hard. Yeah, he's smart, dude. Break his arm. Yeah, let me give him some of this liquor. So I get him more. I've been like that drunk uncle that's like, yeah. Hey, you are. Yeah, came a little closer. <laughs> he totally is right now. He's a drunk sober uncle. I think I don't know. The sync button is weird, but. Fuck. I think Crazy needs to stop so, scaring Zach into doing these things. You know, just let Zach giving him just leave Zach alone. Let Zach not use the sync button. Hashtag <laughs> Zach. Listen, Zach, you're your own man. You don't have to listen to Craze. You know what I mean? Hashtag. Like, what's, what's cameras looking at me? Yeah, yo, this one, Zach, Zach. We got your back. If Cra- look, Crazy ain't gonna fuck you up, right? If, it, if there's any problems, just text us. Uncle Cricket's here. Just call hey. us. You know, we'll come through. If you don't, you don't the, have to use the sync button. Don't, don't touch me, man. <laughs> You don't have to use the sync button, man. All right? Just don't don't worry about it, Please man. dramatically uh, zoom into his face, Peter. <laughs> right. When he's talking, just zoom That's in. all cooking right there. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I want to learn how to use sync. I think, it, yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Honestly, there, I do there too. are moments like, like for example, um, for me, and guys like Craze and Zach, when they're playing, people are definitely coming out and like fucking staring at him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely. like. You're using sync. You're you're more enter- you're entertaining. Mm-hmm. I and will, those guys uh, yeah. are gonna use sync and probably like do some shit. I think you know I would do saying? more mic yeah. shit and more interesting shit if I was using sync. Yeah, so it would, it would free up a little like yeah. some of my hands. Like I got the mic it, like in my armpit and I'm like mixing. Okay, you should not carry the microphone in your armpit. I mean, I'm you know holding it and are I'm trying hear, to mix and get on the you're mic. Are you here? No, no, no. Yo, so, uh, Serato, if you're listening, just send us uh, somebody to show us how to use sync. <laughs> send nah, somebody sure. on. If I get a second, if I, I'm sure I could learn it. But, you know. But, Zach, yo, you ain't got to, yo, don't <laughs> feel the pressure by, by Craze to do that shit. Zoom man. in but again. You can be your own man, you know what I mean? <laughs> me. You can be one cent. You don't have to be two cent all the time, you know? Um, <laughs> speaking of Miles Medina. Yeah. I feel like you guys are pushing this San Francisco, Bay Area, Oakland movement like Bay Area movement. Um, um, and We're from the Bay. I want to mm-hmm. talk about just the changes that are going on in San Francisco. Like we just had our homie uh, Jerome Baker III uh, from D.C. Mm-hmm. And he said there's this huge gentrification going on into the city. And it's changing the in dynamics DC. Uh, in D.C. And it's changing the dynamics of the city where they're actually like, you know, kicking people out of neighborhoods, you know, and, and that shit happened in San Francisco. And it was like really super bad. You know what I mean? When it happened. People were losing their homes, and like I think, uh, at in 2016, like 35 to 40 percent of the population were like, "We we got to move out of San Francisco," and okay. now in 2018 or 19, it's like 60 percent of like, "Yo, we got to move." Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not from San Francisco, yeah. <gasps> so like I have. You've been a fraud this whole time. 
No, yeah, but a lot of the club, no, joking, but a I'm lot joking. of the a lot of the clubs are in San Francisco. So what I'm saying, yeah, yeah I've definitely seen like a shift in the crowd that's there. Even yeah. even if you just go and walk around and go get lunch, mm-hmm. you could just like it's a different crowd there. Is it me or like the Bay Area crowd that knew about the Bay music like a little bit more? They've kind of gone out and it's more mainstream, right? It's like more top forty a little nah, bit. No. Not the don't don't say the Bay. In San Francisco, yeah. yeah. In San Francisco. But the Bay Area yeah. is big. The Bay Area is San Jose, Oakland. The right. Bay, Bay Area is going to be the Bay Area. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Like, like right now, like, I mean, even in Oakland, like, there's a lot of gentrification. But, like, uh, the, oh, the, the, the culture, like, Bay Area, the vibe is, like, alive in Oakland. Like, you're right. For sure. Uh, so, San Francisco. I'm seeing the most changes in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure, yeah. San Francisco, um, man, I don't know, man. Um, a lot of clubs shut down. The scene the scene is, like, not what it used to be. It's, like, getting neutered, right? The city a little bit. There's just not a lot getting of shit neutered. to do. It's, like, a cultural <laughs> nightlife wise. <laughs> Nightlife-wise, there's there's not a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's like like four clubs and there's been like more mm-hmm. san francisco motherfuckers moving out here yeah right i moving out here or la yeah like djs yeah yeah because even strippers because there's like a thing in in uh, uh yeah have we talked about this with no, the san francisco the, strippers no, not the no, strippers no we haven't talked about that oh we haven't no no the san francisco yes we strippers. have no we haven't we haven't i'm man. telling you crooked okay I listen to this shit yeah four so times every time. in san francisco <laughs> okay uh, they changed the law, so uh, the strippers like did a, a joint lawsuit, like a I don't know what you call that. Like a a uni- union? <laughs> they uh, became a union? <laughs> no, no, they they were suing the clubs because they weren't some. They weren't like they were. I don't know what the fuck. They wanted more money and shit, and it ended up backfiring because the they uh, this I don't know. I'm I'm sound like an idiot right now, but basically a new law passed where the dancers don't get the twenty dollar lap dance fees they get paid hourly now oh that sucks oh wow no, really? we didn't talk about yes. that and what's the starting rate like what's the yeah, yeah 20 so no so no they're getting minimum wage which would be like 15 an hour get out of here oh yes. nah, yo that's no all stri- that's all strip clubs in san francisco yeah so so a stripper in san francisco normally would have charged 20 dollars for a lap dance now right. they they just now get minimum wage they get minimum wage and, and tips and their tips so now the club gets the twenty dollars for the lap dance. So now the strippers have to charge forty dollars. So twenty goes to the oh, club. Shit. Twenty goes to the stripper as a tip. Yeah. And then they get their minimum wage. So wait a minute. So they getting so they charging forty dollars for a lap dance for a minute yes. and a half. Get out of here, man. Two minutes. No, no. But they fucked up because they did a lawsuit. They tried to do some shit, and I, I forgot what the fuck it was. So basically backfired. They try to cash out and they, they end up winning. They ended up winning. So they won like a, a hundred. So who's going to a strip listen, club? They won like a, a, a multi-million dollar lawsuit. But when it was div- divided up to all the strippers, everyone got like a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. So they got a multi. They have like a hundred twenty dollar, hundred twenty million dollar lawsuit, and I'm probably wrong with the numbers. So you can Way double wrong, check. I'm my sure. Shit. It's probably like yeah, twelve man. million. But I'm just saying, like all of these strippers, they were like, oh, we want a lawsuit, and then everyone got like eighty eight dollars, and then the law changed, and they were like, oh shit, we got minimum wage. Oh shit, we're not getting to keep the twenty dollar lap dance fee. So, uh, a friend of mine that's been going to Rhino a lot has been telling me. <laughs> <laughs> So this friend <laughs> wink wink so, so homie of mine 
<laughs> this friend, a good friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that you know somebody that goes to Rhino a lot. I know, I know. I just, I just, I stay away from shit like that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, so, uh, my friend was telling me he's a really good friend. He he goes there a lot, but yeah. he, he was telling look, me he looks Mexican. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know this friend. He's kind of an asshole, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a big asshole. He but, is. Uh, His name is Brooklyn. <laughs> So uh, basically, there was an influx of San, of San Francisco strippers that came in. So it's like <laughs> every chick that came up was like, "Hey, what's up? Where you from?" Like, "Yo, blah 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 blah. Where you from? San Francisco? Everyone's San Francisco. San Francisco. So there's all these that's, San Francisco. Hey, that's dangerous because motherfuckers be out here from the Bay like trying to do some dirt. They'd be like, "Where you from? San Francisco? Oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they know you, yeah. <laughs> but they're all yeah. moving out here because yeah. of that that whole uh, the that whole stripper shit that went in, went wow. down out there, and then with the Raiders coming, so you got the Bay like it's becoming more of a Bay city. But I was just like, I wanted to know as a change, I noticed the change with that, right? As well as the nightclubs when I would go out there, the music would change a little bit in San Francisco. I, I, it was like more mainstream. It was more like pop. It Dude, was more it just depends 40. on where you're at, though. Like, cause there's always the parties where there's more local people, and then there's the touristy clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the local parties that are cool and fun are the ones that really don't pay that well. And if you're an out of town DJ coming to the Bay, the people who are booking you are going to be the ones probably with the bigger budgets, and right. they're booking you at the touristy clubs. So, so you're seeing the touristy right. people right. that uh, aren't okay. necessarily Bay Area people who just want to hear fucking Jason, Jason Derulo. And Punjabi MC, Punjabi they're going crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know that's that probably, but I'm just saying those are like the most mainstream songs that popped in my head right yeah, now. No, no, that's pretty mainstream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Pretty mainstream. But like, you, know, you feel me though? Like, yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you're in those types of spots, for sure. Like, but um, I'm I'm what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that I feel like the the nightclub scene or the the DJ scene. Is changing in Brian? San Francisco, huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out to DJ scene. Yeah, it's changing. Is uh, the scene is changing in like San Francisco, obviously, and it's not. You're saying yeah. it's not leaking it's over to any parts of the other it's parts of the changed. Bay. It yeah. has changed. And what I'm trying to say is that is there room for you and Miles to really create a movement out there for There's the DJs? Because I feel like a lot of DJs are leaving because they can't work. Um, dude, Are you noticing that? Room. Uh, well, I know like like uh like Romeo moved out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Romeo Reyes. There's definitely less things going on in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to like a place like Chicago or like San Diego or even like Scottsdale. Like DJs that live in those markets, they DJ fucking Monday through Sunday. They do like two gigs a day on yeah. some sometimes sometimes three. Like I was just in Houston a couple weeks ago. You know, on Sundays. The DJs in Houston, they'll be having like three gigs in one day. They do like a brunch party, a midday party, and a club at night mm. mm-hmm. on a Sunday. It's like the most lit day in the whole week mm-hmm. is Sunday. In yeah. San Francisco, there's a couple things going on. But like Monday through Thursday, there's not really a whole lot of shit happening. But is there is there room for you and like Miles? I feel like if anyone could do it, you and Miles could like really create a at, movement. You talking about at home? Huh? At home or just like in San Francisco? I'm just like saying, the Bay Area. Yeah. yeah, you can well, really create a movement um, because we were talking. Remember, we were at the Duelver in Portland, right? Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Yo, like, I was like, do you want to come out in Vegas? It seems like I, because I, I brought your name up to certain people, mm-hmm. to certain booking guys in Vegas, and it doesn't seem like they want to try. Like, I, I have no, I don't understand why Miles Medina, J 
Gia Espinosa, Four Colors. I mean, Four Colors Act DJs here, but yeah. yeah, why these? Why more of these DJs aren't working in Vegas as much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then we were having that conversation, and you're like, I don't even, you know, I would. You were saying like, I would love to DJ in Vegas, right? But I don't know if that's necessary for my career right now. And I yeah. kind of understood what you meant because someone with your influence, with your resume, so especially with Miles Medina, you guys can create your own do-over. Yeah. No, you, I'm you know t- what I mean. I, yeah, uh, I, I want to start something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've actually I've been talking about it with some friends like yeah for the longest time. I just but I feel like you know I feel like when a city is changing. Yeah. Now we need it. We yeah. need it. We so need when it. a city is changing, yep. I feel like there's a there's a need in the market yeah there's a, a demand in the market mm-hmm. and i feel like there would be no one better to fulfill that demand than you guys yeah and do it the right way yeah there's other guys too yeah. that are at home that i'm are, sure i'm sure there are yeah. and i'm not even talking about um on the like uh technical um doing tricks and yeah, being yeah. clever with music and shit mm-hmm. but there's guys in the bay who are just like really dope on the selection shit mm-hmm. and yeah. like um just like good vibes like like the opposite of clubby vibes yeah yeah Yeah, like we have all that shit there's just nothing there's no like place for it to happen at yeah i feel like you guys can bring everyone together the only time that shit happens in the bay is like when the do-over comes to the bay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like but you guys could do it i feel like you guys can no pressure but i'm just saying And there's a few other parties that roll through yeah yeah but like um and like i mean shout out to like like uh this dude carrie he's the one the party that you were mentioning earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. when it was Jazzy Jeff and Cutso and Miles and, and What's me. the name of that party, by the way? It's at the Phoenix Hotel. Mm. I don't know what it's called. That's what. That's basically what it is. There's no... They they, pro- they definitely have a name. I'm mm. fucking up right now. But like... <laughs> it's so okay. Good, you had a long flight. So good, yeah. But like... Um, take some more Don Julio. You yeah, want but the yeah. thing is, that party doesn't happen all the time. It's not like... If, I'm going to take it if y'all going to take it with me. Yeah, 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 man. I ain't no bitch. Hey, so <laughs> I fuck with cricket. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, um, and I wish more people would like have parties like that in their own markets. So that way, me and Miles can come and DJ at the parties. <laughs> Something you gotta initiate, maybe. Yeah, yeah, not for sure. Maybe work with work your boy who who was throwing the you know the shit at Carrie. the Phoenix. No, but what I'm saying like he, like Carrie uh, and Dials and like um, there's a couple other dudes from the Bay that that throw like dope parties for like music heads for the heads mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you know the other night i tweeted strictly for the heads i just tweeted it at like three in the morning i was laying in bed that's pause <laughs> but i was thinking yeah. about <laughs> this exact thing we're talking about i was just laying in bed thinking about the shit it wasn't for anything other any other reasons wasn't mad at anyone <laughs> just laying in bed yeah thinking about the heads yeah, right. <laughs> no but i'm saying man like, Pause. <laughs> Like there's we got we got heads in the bay area who love pause. music now and that's they, a pause moment <laughs> We got. <laughs> I don't acknowledge pause. <laughs> no, no. Do you finish your speech? No, nah, but like, um, yeah. there's people who are like anti-clubby people who just like good vibe nah. shit. Yeah, we have a lot of that shit in the Bay, but there's not really a whole lot of things for them. Do you feel like the club scene is is going through a metamorphosis and everything like that? I'm I'm looking at like festivals. I feel like festivals are getting played out. Like, uh, and are like, they? I feel like they are a little bit. Like it's I a lot out there. I don't know if it's getting played out, but it's like definitely. This, a little don't bit don't more you than feel usual. like there's not enough artists to, to kind of headline these festivals? These huge. There's so many huge festivals out right now, and there there, there's not enough artists. That can so like these lineups spots. are just getting worse and worse. 
Have you noticed that? Or a like they're bit? repeating. Yeah, it's like it's getting repetitive. It's like the same as like, oh yeah. To be, just be, seen him just because there's so many festivals right now, it doesn't yeah. seem like a, a huge occasion anymore. It's like it's no big deal. Yeah, like it was. That's the same problem the we have as DJs. Is like, uh, we need someone to put out some new dope music. It's it's we, really weird yeah. right now, right? Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't really go to festivals. I've actually never been to a festival. But is that something you want to do, DJ festivals? That'd be dope. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. But what, what would be dope about it? Um, it seems so easy. Really? Yeah. Damn. When you DJ with like talk that shit. When right? you when no nah, listen, bro. If you're in a room with if you <laughs> no, DJing no, no, in listen, a room, don't have me out. If you're DJing in a room for twenty people, what's harder, having twenty people rock out or fucking having five hundred people rock 20. out? Twenty. Exactly. Festivals. There's five thousand people in front of you. Someone's gonna connect. Everything you do is gonna just kill it. See, I see it, it the other like way. I see easy. it the way, like, the pressure of, like, being at a festival and no one going to your stage. Does mm. that make sense? Having, like, a light stage. Because you, you, you need to, like, move hard tickets. We've talked about this before. Or just be a good attraction. Yeah. yeah. So if, you, if you're, at like, a, at a stage and there's some other, other oh, yeah. performer at somewhere and you don't have the hard tickets. If you're tickets on sales, you and know? DJ Snake's on over there. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be. Like, it might be yeah. a hard yeah. time for you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I might have those 20 people that you were talking about. In yeah, the club like, over there. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you get real fans. Because they're anti that. And then you're over here doing some of this. Keeping it real. Yeah. And then plus yeah. you're at the festival. They just respect you for being you there. support you for on the bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might be that. Because, like, you know, people at festivals always trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. The Instagram story. You're, you're, like, that, you're like that unknown guy that they discovered. They feel like they discovered you. So it makes them like you more. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Jay so former thing. Break it down. Break it down. By the way, there's no name to that party. I checked it. There's no, there's no name. No. The the Phoenix one? Yeah. Just yeah, it's just like Phoenix Hotel Day Party. Yeah, it just says like barbecue at the pool or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was you no did like party. an ill freestyle set at that. Oh yeah, I played like some fucking uh I played like classic house music. Yeah. And like some Filipino like boom boom boom. Like some P9, you know about that? I don't know about that. I yeah, know about I know Korean. About I know you're Korean. Our, our, pin, <laughs> our, our Pinoy House representative knows about yeah. that. Some one voice. Y'all know about the one, one voice? He just stood up and got happy. Yeah, he, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I know that shit. Hell yeah. Oh, mama used some to Jocelyn Enriquez. Yo, freestyle music was so big. No, in I love me, no back in New York, um, I used to really be into freestyle. Like, yeah, New, New York and the Bay and like Miami. Uh-huh, yeah fuck with freestyle and i want to oh, say man. maybe like in like texas too oh yeah yeah i think they fuck with freestyle there too yeah i used to be people wouldn't believe that i love freestyle back in the days but right, i used to fuck with it dope. i used to go to like clubs freestyle clubs and it's all in. like out of key girls singing about getting dumped every song <laughs> every <laughs> song is about the same shit and then the dudes are like falling in love with the girl and shit like that like, yeah. Oh. yeah yeah it's great i kind of see it never a music historian you like all huh. types of shit, though. I do. I don't put it past you, Jamie. Do you know? Do you know what freestyle? Debbie Deb. Yeah, yeah. That th- yeah. Oh. I like Lisa Lisa. TKA. Yeah. When I hear music. Yeah. yeah. Shannon. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Here comes the weekend. Some little Susie. Yeah. I like. Yeah. My mom used to play that shit. Let's see. I want to talk about your boiler room set. How did that come about? So yeah, my manager I now, Tracy, um, hit me up and was like, "You want to do boiler room?" You know what's funny though When she asked me My first thought was like You sure? You hear the right name? (laughs) No I was like scared I was like nah That's a big deal But I said yes Because I knew I had to do it Like Mm -hmm. 
I was like, I have to do this. Turn down that. But I'm like so shook to do it. Uh-huh. And I was like, like my once I said yes to her, I actually didn't even respond right away. You could ask her. I probably even have this. I, I don't think I deleted the message. I might even still have it. But um, yeah, she asked me, and I probably took two weeks to respond to her. Oh mm. shit! Damn, man. Because I was like, <laughs> you might lose the opportunity, man. I know I might have lost that shit, but dude, like, cause <laughs> I, no, my first response was like, Ugh, fucking boiler room. This is such a big yeah. deal. Like, I was like scared, mm-hmm. so I just like didn't say anything. Were, yeah. were you satisfied with your performance at boiler room? Um, yeah, some things went wrong, but I, it was dope. Yeah, it was cool. That's dope. Yo, as soon as I started my set, the um, you guys use S nine sometimes. Yeah. Not really. I'm not, not a big. Not really. Not really, not. not really into the tone plays. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's weird. Like the effects will like tweak out on you, and mm-hmm. like um, like the echoes will be offbeat. Yeah. So like it'll tell you like it, it reads the BPM on the little screen, but like if it says 100, sometimes you use the echo, and that's just like at 70. Yeah. It's like off. So right when I started my set, the echoes w- didn't work, and I was already oh, in. Mm. And like I had parts in my set that were like. Everything I did Depending was planned. On that. Yeah, like wow. So like, the first song I played, I was already shook mm-hmm. because the mixture was tweaking out on me. Yeah. Um, but then I ended up just having fun. I had Pilo come out and perform. It was right when like uh, he dropped that album with "Put Me on Some" and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> same like, squad, all that. So like, yeah, P- that was later than that. But oh, was it? Yeah. Um, but he came out and performed, and then um, I had like Nump there. Do you guys know Nump? That song I got grapes. I know, yeah. Shout mm-hmm. out to No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a high like Bay Area. Yeah, it was like one of them, German, like yeah. um, in that era, like back in like when like Tell Me Where the Gold came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah Nump mm-hmm. was there, and there was like all these like turf dancer dudes. Like everything just worked out. Yeah, you repped the Bay Area hard for that fucking performance. Yeah. It was in <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> it wasn't. He reps the Bay Area. Period. I know, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Nonstop. But yeah. Yeah. So when you approach like the boiler room set. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you approach it like a normal club set? Like, do you, would you approach it like if you were doing a club set in Vegas or like you know how would you approach it? Well, the Boiler Room, if you follow Boiler Room, it's like it's super eclectic. It's like yeah. mad. Like um, the most you'll hear some. Every time I look at Boiler Room, um, I always see somebody that I never heard of before. That's mm-hmm. really dope. Mm-hmm. And then I'll end up finding that person, and there's like they have like nine million followers or something. Yeah. And then I feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Um, <laughs> so I know I know what Boiler Room is like they're they're very like that but like um this it's a mixture of everything like but it especially is. like a little bit of yeah. old a little bit more old school stuff a little bit more housey they do everything like they everything. do everything yeah. they got they uh. got guys doing sets of music that you've never heard of mm-hmm. genres yeah. that you probably never yeah. heard of exactly. I feel and like they, they want to be enlightened though right a little bit yeah. they yeah. want yeah. to be enlightened yeah they yeah. want you to do something so for me yeah. like uh I can't do that I don't know the genres that nobody's ever heard of before. I just know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And I knew that shit was in Oakland. And I knew that it was going to be, um, I knew who I was on with. So it was me. It was uh, the Scratch Pickles were the, the headliners. So oh. it was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was them. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it all? Of, it wasn't all of them, but it was some of them. Um, and then it was Cut Chemist. He was after oh, me. Wow. And wow. then before me, it was... Um, shit it was this producer and he makes really ill shit but i forgot his name look at that (laughs) but anyway nobody that was there was gonna do anything like what i did yeah and i knew like oakland bay area Mm -hmm. um and i knew like boiler room gets like worldwide exposure so i wanted like to highlight our sound so i played like a fucking hyphy set Mm -hmm. like bay area like 
I played old and some current shit. Yeah. Plus, you know, I was saying earlier, like, I had Pilo come out and perform. Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to put on for the Bay. And I knew it was a good opportunity to, like, showcase us. Yeah. Because, dude, fucking everybody from all over the world watches that shit. Yeah. I had people hitting me up after my set. Like, yo, I don't know one song you played, but that shit was amazing. Like, that's dope, dope to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was just, like, putting people up on, like, our sound. Typically, when you DJ, like, you know, you're on the road and stuff like that. And if you, when you do, like, if you were to do, like, uh, clubs in Vegas and stuff like that, would you, like, uh, would you approach it? Like, how would you approach it? Because... You know, Vegas is very mainstream, you know. You have to keep it kind of broad yeah. open. How different is that from, like, a Bay Area club, you know? Um, Bay, okay, coming from the Bay to to do a Vegas party, um, it's totally, like, you almost have to, like, uh, let's say, like, there was a balloon with, like, my coolness knowledge of, like, whatever new songs are happening. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. fucking poop, pop that shit. Like, erase that memory for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so... Um, so the way that the Bay Area is, is like, um, it's like a, I guess I could say there's like a lot of like trends that happen that start there. Like it's like a trend setting vibe. Like, like people in the Bay are up on like, um, they're, they're very like, like, uh, everyone's trying to be cool. You know what I mean? It's almost like people are too cool sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when you go to they're Vegas, on the, like on, they're on the forefront of new music and stuff. Yeah, like that. And, right? and there is a lot of dope ass people who are from there. Um, and they are cool and they're well explain like are, are they into like you know are they trying to hear like the new jersey club remixes and shit like that you know no more so like um well maybe maybe yeah yeah, yeah maybe um more like they're just in tune with like the hot who's the new rapper that's like fucking basically just on youtube mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they know all his songs right right yeah like like people motherfuckers know like there's there's a lot of artists in the bay who are really dope and there's people who like that's like they're job is to like know about everything right so like being a dj in the bay is almost like you gotta like be tapped in with like all this shit that's happening so it's almost being like uh it's more do you think it's more trendy based like um look there's a lot of trendy ass people that are followers that that my bad i just touched his leg with mine yeah Yeah. 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 sorry but yeah (laughs) everywhere there's always people who who like follow trends and yeah yeah yeah, which is fine i don't even mind you know what like not to get off on a tangent but like following trends is okay like if you get inspired by somebody and you like it like who fucking cares Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. anyway um coming from djing in the bay with all these people who are so cool right and and some of them really are so it's like they're like way cooler than me coming to vegas having to dj and play like for people who like, there might be I don't know people from who's from Vegas who who's here in Vegas at clubs. It's just tours. It could be no, Midwest, it's down exactly. south. It's some all fucking. Over. It's some fucking lady who's like probably from Middle America. But, but there's a mixture of that lady from Middle America, and then there's like the influencers from New York, Miami, and LA. and, and LA. LA. All right. So it's like a mixture of just like a bunch of Midwest people. Some people have never been into a been in a club before. Yeah. Some people from down south. Some people from you know Canada, yep. Europe. There's all types of people: EDM heads, hip hop heads, yeah. rock heads, '80s heads, yeah. all in one building. Yeah. So yeah, it is like more mainstream, but to get everyone in like a unified energy where they're all like wilding the fuck out 
that's the real trick of vegas yeah vegas is tough man it's yeah. not as easy as people think but the thing that is that does make it easy about vegas is mm -hmm. i think people are more open to like um partying to cheesy shit of course because yeah because yeah. people come here to like it's like new year's eve every day of the week if you go out to like a, one of the bigger bigger clubs or even maybe not even the bigger clubs if you go out in vegas People are just trying to fucking party their life away. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone yeah. comes here for a celebration. So everyone's yeah. it's either birthday, getting married, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so so my first experiences in Vegas was like um, failing because I was trying to be too cool. Mm. And then yeah. figuring out like, um, like oh shit, like uh, I don't have to like worry about playing the newest, hottest shit here. Like I have to worry about keeping the energy up and... Mm and playing the right songs yeah and like it's totally not like what it is in the bay it's a whole different world yeah it depends yeah. on what night though like you could be an industry night yeah are there any yeah like yeah like an industry night like are there nights out here where people just like um like it's more of the like depending on the trendy club, like yeah depending on the club cool and people and, who want to hear like, you could play like a little bit more new and shit on industry night yeah but it's almost becoming like la where everyone's jaded Everyone's a little, bit, a little bit like so the industry nights here are just a lot of like locals who are in the nightlife industry and they're completely jaded like so like you're saying it's you're getting on like the LA. mic you're saying some shit like yo put your hands up blah blah they're like i ain't put my hands well, up. it's like it's just like they're all in about instagram and looking cool and doing whatever so it's becoming yeah. a little like you've noticed that right and the industry nights a are becoming bit, yeah. a little bit like la but which is kind of sad because yeah, motherfuckers Motherfuckers used to go like wild the fuck out. Yeah, they let me tell you something though. Like, I just did a party in LA um, a month ago, mm -hmm. and I had like the most fun I've ever had DJing in the longest time. And really? it, it was like an anti-clubby vibe. It was like in this hotel lobby room. Oh, that's mm -hmm. dope. And yeah. like, um, you could just do you. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah. like in LA, they actually have that. But I think maybe I don't know. I'm never no, in LA. No, there's a so. lot. There's a lot of good music parties in LA. Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. There yeah. is. Yeah. There's a lot of dope shit in LA. It's like a uh, uh, sh shout to Sean G. Sean G has like probably the two best parties in LA uh, right now. Uh, with Shaba. Oh yeah, he does that like, reggae shit, right? Yeah, Shaba. Oh, yeah, I've heard about. I've heard about that. And then I think his boy uh, Drew Bird. Those motherfuckers. They have like and a Sunday party yeah, on Lock and Key. Lock and Key. It's Shaba and Lock and Key. Lock and Key yeah. is what vibe. It's very. It's like a hip hop vibe, right? It's like yeah. a mu music yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's good music. It's a day vibe. party, isn't it? Kinda? It's a day party and have nights as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we're missing in the Bay, man. Those I mean, music, y all, y all music start that parties. Shit. I start really, really, really want to start it. You know, yeah. trying to. Yeah. I just I don't know how to throw a party, but get get the people to throw the party. Get the promoters to to do it. Organize them, and and you guys kind of you know. You but I don't want to just I don't want to just DJ it. Like I want it to be mine. Yeah, yeah, but you just yeah. got it's about yeah. working with people yeah. and just And I want that's going to be know? part of the r cool part about it is it will be mine. Like be the middleman, like we said. You got a middleman between yeah. the venue and your promoters and make everyone happy and then also get, get work with get your get manager your, with it. Yeah, and get, your, Tracy get your vision out there. Yeah. <laughs> call Tracy up. It's right about on. getting your vision out there and uh, you know, getting all that done. Uh if we, we got to touch on anything else? Pause. Um, I have a college tour that I'm doing with Red Bull. Oh, that's actually. dope. Yeah. When is that coming up? It's um, the second and third week of May. Okay. So, so um, next week. <laughs> no, no, like two hold weeks. On. Yeah. Let me see. Let well, me when see. this airs. So I got to pull my phone yeah. out because I got to yeah, tell yeah. you the exact dates. But um, there's six dates and we're doing, um, yeah, 7th, 8th, 9th, 14th, 15th, 16th. Of um, May. 
yeah, they're taking me on this tour and we're hitting up a bunch of like college cities and um, throwing fat ass parties in these like random markets. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's going to be tight. Um, and like it's me, like a tour with me on it. So hopefully like at least five people come out. So you're basically going on tour <laughs> to s- <laughs> you're, bi- you're going on tour to sell this caffeine sugar drink to all the college kids. So they get hooked on it, and they can stay up and, and study for finals. I'm slanging music. <laughs> but yeah, 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 basically, basically. Hey, yo, Jay, it's yeah. been a pleasure to have you over here, my man. Yo, n- thanks for sure. Thank you for coming through. Um, have a safe trip on your college tour. And you can find him at DJ uh, Jay Espinoza on all social medias, uh, except it's an S, not a Z. Jespin, yeah. That's right. Because that's, there's two different... L- no, it's, don't Are look at drunk? me crazy. I never saw... What, Okay. With a Z? Yeah, they don't understand, Jay. Just, just let it go. All right, and I'm this, let it and go. this, uh, yo, big shout to DJ City. Uh, this is uh, this episode was presented by DJ City, and shout to Don Julio as well. Yes, sir. Jay, thank you for coming through, man. Much, much thank love. And salute, yeah. brother. Yeah. And make sure you check out our videos on YouTube every Friday. YouTube.com slash World Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, and leave a comment. Yes. And turn on the little bell for notification whenever our videos go up. Yes, please watch our YouTube channel. We are working like fucking dogs to make sure uh, this fucking uh, episode, the new episodes come up on every Friday at YouTube. So uh, it's youtube.com slash road podcast. Yes. Go leave a comment. And if you leave a comment, we might give you a shout out. You never know. So we probably won't. But yeah, shout out. Oh, my God. Whatever.